0: A hometown tradition playing under the bright lights in front of family and friends for the pride and the glory for the name across the front of the jersey. Eagle Country 99.3 is your home for East Central, Lawrenceburg, Milan, and South Dearborn sports. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Casa of Dearborn County, the City of Lawrenceburg, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsboro and Rising Sun, Garing Heating and Cooling in Batesville, Hag Ford in Greendale, Infinity Jewelers, Ivy Tech Community College, Margaret Mary Health, Sieg Survey, Stacy Heating and Air Solutions, Wardway Fuels, Whitewater Crossing Christian Church, Whitewater Motor Company in Milan, and Ortho Cincy. The hometown tradition continues right now on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com.
1: The energy is palpable here in Whiskey City as a top ten matchup will kick off the high school football season here in southeast Indiana. Alongside Chuck Thomas, I'm Double T Travis there bringing you high school football on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. We are live from the pit at Lawrenceburg High School as the Tigers are set to host the east Central Trojans. Both of these teams entering the season in the top 10 of their respective classes. The Tigers will start out number 2 in Class 3A with the Trojans number 6 in Class 4A. And a uh, monumental game to start the season here, Chuck. It's going to be a big crowd, a uh, awesome atmosphere, and a uh, game where the Tigers still looking to get that monkey off their back. Uh, haven't beat East Central since nineteen ninety two. Uh, excited to have you here with me tonight. And uh, like I said, it's just going to be a, a big time game here in the pit. It's it's always
2: fun to do a game with you, Travis. And these kinds of games are exciting. You know you know as well as I do. You get a sixty to twelve game. Yeah, it's not that much fun. <laughs> right. this, this is. Uh, even though you look at some of these scores, and we were discussing that, some of the scores look lopsided, but it was all the second half. The first half is always, uh, has been really good. One of the problems Lawrenceburg has had, if you look at the, the record, they haven't scored more than two touchdowns against the Trojans uh, in the last four or five outings. That will stop tonight. Spark that one, that's a Chuck prediction, okay? They will, they will score more than two touchdowns tonight.
1: And I will tell you this, they have uh, had some issues with turnovers in the past in this particular game. Yes. We'll have more on that uh, coming up. Last season, this game was a 34-7 win for the Trojans. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, it was a big third quarter for EC last year, scoring 27 and really getting a stranglehold on that game. Uh, we mentioned the turnovers four for Lawrenceburg last year. Three fumbles they lost in an interception that went back to the house, courtesy of Sam Ringer. And I'll give you one, too. Uh, two of those were by Gilmore. All right,
2: two of those. I I think he's going to come out wanting to redeem himself in his own mind. He's a heck of a player. Mm -hmm. But I think he's going, okay, okay, I'm going to make this one this,
1: this week. Yep, but as I mentioned, uh, Lawrenceburg has not beaten East Central since 1992. Uh, when they did win that game, it was a 27-0 victory. We don't think it'll be like that tonight. These two teams should be pretty evenly matched. When you look at this Lawrenceburg team, Chuck, they are returning a, a whole lot of starters from a team that won 11 games last year, including a sectional championship, averaged 38 points per game, over 400 yards of total offense, and they can beat you with a balanced attack. They're going to throw it and run it at you. You're absolutely right. And among those people uh, are
2: seniors. You know seniors and sophomores look at the physical uh, uh, attributes of both uh you know seniors don 't win most of the time and when you got like Craig uh and Goodall kid i mean you got book in tackles in two seventy four two eighty six uh, and if you look at Lawrenceburg, they 're down people i think average two hundred and five yards uh
1: so that, big advantage you would think anyway. Absolutely and uh, let's not forget about this Tigers defense. They've improved from year to year. They gave up about 16 points per game last year but had 18 takeaways and uh, their secondary returns all four starters, their two corners and two safeties. Uh, you got to be careful throwing the ball against these guys cuz they want to take it away from you and take it back for six. And the quarterback for the Trojans this
2: year is a sophomore. Uh sophomores tend to make mistakes. Usually with a uh, a sophomore, you go, okay, he's going to be great, but we, we'll start him off, you know, uh, not too much. We'll depend on our defense to win it. Just don't mess it up. Did that with Vaughn, had great years. I think they need him to be a playmaker. They need him to throw the ball effectively. To, I know they do, and, and, and run effectively
1: to win this game. And uh, we are going to hear from head coach Jake Miners here in just a little bit. He's going to talk about his sophomore quarterback and his passing ability. But uh, East Central, even though they are known as a running team, they still averaged over 30 points per game last year, 245 yards per game on the ground. They have an exceptional sophomore running back in Josh Ringer. Oh, you, you,
2: he came out uh, as a freshman like a bolt of lightning. All of a sudden, I'm up here and I go, who the heck? I said heck. I said heck. <laughs> Who the heck is that guy? And, I, and from that point on, I mean, uh, he was, uh, he reminds me of the Wolf Kid. You remember him years ago? Uh, he doesn't exactly look like a running back. He's probably 6'2", um, almost thin-like, but I mean, I think he's 185. His pounds. brother told me earlier, uh, in the offseason that he gained about 25 pounds in the offseason. Yeah, he, I, I saw him. I thought, oh, yeah, he has. Uh, and that is to be expected from a so- sophomore. You know he's been in a weight room. I, I think the kid's going to be – I can't imagine what he'll be the time
1: gradually. graduates. Absolutely, and uh, don't sleep on this East Central offensive line. Yes, they have lost the likes of Lou Collinsworth, who's playing for the University of Cincinnati, but still some beef up there, and uh, East Central is going to want to run the ball. Defensively, they lost guys like Cole Beal and Nathan Griffin, who are wow. playing college Ball as well but uh, there's still a lot of talent and a lot of senior leadership particularly in the secondary so this is a team that's going to be very good defensively again this year
2: yeah uh, but they're new you know, okay anytime you got new this reminds me a little bit of 2000, 2000 yeah, i can talk 2017 you remember that that night they came out their offensive line was hardly they they weren't very good they scored by story making big plays mm-hmm. that's how they won that game and uh, uh, Lawrenceburg making some mistakes down by the goal line. That's how they won that game. But by the end of the year, that line, uh, Tim Belmer, yep. uh, the biggest loss from the, 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 this, this team, maybe Belmer, I've I I always thought of him as a, a great offensive line coach. That, that game, from that game to the end of the year when they won the uh,
1: state champion, it was unbelievable to change. And we'll uh, see if a similar uh, type of trajectory happens with this offensive line tonight that's going to have some seniors up there, but uh, inexperienced seniors at that. And uh, it's going to be an emotional night here at Lawrenceburg. Uh, It's the first game the Tigers are playing uh, since the passing of young Brady Gabbard. Uh, I talked to Coach Kaniga. They are going to honor him and his family before the game. I know they're going to be playing with heavy hearts. Uh, As we said earlier, the Tigers seeking that first win against EC since 92. Maybe this is their best chance on paper with a lot of experience returning and uh, the sophomore quarterback, Cole Burton, and the sophomore running back, Josh Ringer. Those are going to be some of the uh, game storylines we'll be paying attention to uh, throughout the broadcast tonight. We are going to step aside for a break. When we come back, we're going to hear from Lawrenceburg Tigers head coach, Ryan Caniga. This is High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. OrthoCency is the orthopedic
3: authority for the work, sports, and everyday injury needs of my family. Whether a serious soccer injury or a chronic bad back, OrthoCency Orthopedics and Sports Medicine will provide expert care. Plus, OrthoCency is located in Lawrenceburg and throughout the tri-state, so appointments are easy to schedule. OrthoCency takes great care of my family. They'll take great care of yours, too. Walk-ins are welcome, or make your appointment at OrthoCency.com. That's
4: Y.com.
3: I like that it's local
4: and I like that it's cheap. So I went to another university before I came here and everyone's just focused on a bunch of different things like uh, relationships or uh, athletics or the college experience. Everyone here is just focused on, on academics and you don't have to pay a lot of money have to do that. So it's been really great. I'm Chris and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg.
5: Hey, it's Double T Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.
1: The most name in the car business. Joined now by Lawrenceburg Tigers head coach Ryan Kaniga ahead of this big-time matchup with the East Central Trojans. And before we get into football, I'm sure it's going to be a little bit of an emotional night for the Tigers playing your first game um, after the passing of Brady Gabbard. I know that was a tough situation for you guys uh, over the season. So uh, anything planned tonight for a young Brady? Uh, going to be playing with heavy hearts, I imagine. Yeah, no doubt. So anytime
6: you go through something like that as a program, or just uh, uh, even as an adult or anybody in general, that's a, that's a tough situation. And, uh, you know, it was adversely. It was, adversity. It was uh, shocking. Uh, you know, this is where Brady would want us to be. He'd want us playing tonight, and he'd want to be out here with us. Um, at the beginning of the game, we're going to present his, his mom um, and his cousin, uh, uh, jersey that's in a shadow box. Uh, and then what can you say about East Central? They all have Brady's strong shirts on, and they did a fundraiser up there at East Central and St. Leon, and I was able to generate over a thousand dollars, I believe. Uh, that will be obviously going to the, the Gabbard family. But no, it, it's definitely emotional. Um, you know, it, it was a couple years ago, two years ago, I believe, uh, when we met here, and East Central was coming off of, you know, the, the Fox kid uh, that was killed in the car accident. So, you know, it, it's something that you don't want to go through as a program, but, you know, you talk about adversity all the time, uh, and then sometimes it smacks in your face. And you got to respond. Uh, so I think our kids will respond. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a little emotional, but at the end of the day, the ball's going to go up in the air. we got to play football,
1: game. Yeah, and no, on the field tonight, taking on a new central team. It's been a long time since Marksburg has beaten them, and you've been talking about changing your best here at Marksburg. 11 and 2 in a sectional championship has been the best here recently. Uh, you can still change your best by not winning this game, but how big of a momentum boost would it be if you were able to come away with a victory tonight? Well, I think anytime
6: uh, if we can do that, uh, you know, what well, What it does is for the guys up north and the guys down south, when they flip through John Harrell or they flip through the Indy Star and they see, oh, Lawrence could beat East Central. Uh, because East Central still East Central. And, you know, I think we've gained some respect throughout the state. People know know about Lawrenceburg. And, and you know, we talk about changing our best. Trust me. Um, there's a lot of programs around here that would love to go 11-2. and won a sectional championship. But and, and we'll take that every year. Uh, if you tell me we're going to go 11 and two and win a section on an EIC, sign me up for it. And, uh, it's got to be a great experience for our kids. But, uh, yeah, we want to change our best. We want to try to get 1-0 you know, tonight and, and then see what happens the rest of the year. But, you know, it, it's it's no secret. I know E-Central don't talk about it, you know, that they beat us. I think the last time we were, on was 1992. They don't talk about it. Heck, no, these kids were even born in 92. So, I was, and I was on the large team, so I know what it was like to be E-Central. But, uh, no, uh, it, it's something I hope our kids can do because it would be a great momentum booster. All right, and uh, you are returning a lot of experienced
1: varsity players, and uh, offensively you should have a lot of firepower this year with a lot of those guys back. Uh, what can you do tonight to get Garrett Yoon off to a good start and get some of those playmakers
6: involved early? Well, I think you just got to start him off, get him running the ball, get him in the groove, some short passes earlier. And then he's an experienced quarterback. He's just going to have to take what he central gives us. And we got guys that can stretch the field vertically. Uh, but we also got guys that if you throw it to them on a five-yard hitch, they can make plays as well. So uh, – you know, we'll try to get him running. We'll get him running,
1: use his legs a little bit, and then, uh, you know, try to air it out to our playmakers. In, uh, in terms of stopping East Central's offense, you know they're going to bring a heavy run attack. Josh Ringer, a fantastic sophomore, going to have a great career for the Trojans. Uh, what kind of challenge does that present you tonight? Well, you know, i said this a lot. When I think
6: he may be the best player on the field for his position. Um, you know, there's a lot of good players on the field, but I think any given night that you can put the best player on Phil, you obviously have a great shot. Um, he is. He's phenomenal. He's, he's, he can run downhill. He's elusive. Uh, he bounces stuff. So, you know, we just got to gang tackle. We got to rally to the ball. In, in any sport, players like him, we're not going to stop him. We just got to hope to contain them. And I know everybody says that. But we just can't give up big plays after big play. You know, he might get a run of 10 or 12. But we got to limit those. We got to gang tackle, fly to the ball, and make everything hard for him. All right, two more quick ones
1: for They have a uh, new quarterback starting tonight, sophomore Cole Burton. Uh, No experience at the varsity level. What can you do to maybe shake him early? Well, (laughs)
6: the the first thing that you do, because we've been in this position before, starting a guy that's been young, you just got to turn up the heat. You can't get any time to sit back there and think. you got to make him make plays. So we're going to try to put some pressure on him from some some different angles, uh, try to take some advantages of things they do up front and their blocking schemes. I think we can get home a few times. Uh, if we do, uh, maybe that'll rattle him and, and maybe just uh, start thinking a little more. And that's what we need him to do. And uh, one more big key to a Tigers victory tonight. No turnovers and special teams play. All right,
1: simple enough. Well, we wish you good luck tonight and the rest of the way. Uh, yeah, thanks and go Tigers. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. That is Head Coach Ryan Knigge. When we come
7: back, we'll hear from East Central Head Coach Jake Miners at High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. dot com.
8: This is Kayla with Stacey Heating and Air Solutions. How can I help you? Wait, am I
0: on
7: the phone? I thought this was a radio commercial. This
8: is a radio commercial. But when you call Stacey Heating and Air Solutions, not only will I answer the phone, I'll also guide you through all of your TempStar HVAC needs from start to finish. Whether it's a new TempStar unit or a simple repair, when you call Stacey Heating and Air Solutions, expect outstanding service with TempStar quality you can feel.
0: 513-367-HEAT. That's 367-HEAT. Or at
9: 367heat.com.
1: This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Joined now by East Central head coach Jake Miners, and game day is finally here. I know you guys are excited to get out here and hit somebody else. I know this is a top ten matchup, a lot of fans there. So how are you guys feeling coming into tonight's
6: matchup? Yeah, you know, we're just really excited to play tonight. Uh, like you said, two top ten football teams uh, out here on the field tonight. Uh, it's got to be one of the better games in the state of Indiana and uh, the tri-state as well, over towards Cincinnati and, uh, you know I like where our team's at um we've built all all season to get to this point and so uh we never really know until we roll off the football and start playing but uh we're excited to be here
1: uh one of the uh, question marks surrounding your team this year we've already talked about it in the past weeks is a new quarterback and experienced quarterback coming out here tonight you're confident in this young man but uh, tell us what we can expect from your quarterback play tonight yeah you know Cole he,
6: I, I have him at first period class and I asked him how, how he's doing this morning and uh I, I don't think he's the nerves for getting to him he's he extremely calm all day. Um, he, he's extremely confident in what he does. and You know, he just has to go out there and play. Uh, he, he's played this game for a long time and uh, obviously there's a lot more fans here. Uh, there's a lot more pressure uh, on, on him, but I told him to just go out and play uh, You know, and have some freedom to go out there and do what he does. And uh, He's got an extremely accurate arm. Uh, he does love to push the football down the field, uh, which is something you know that we kind of um, have, have lacked the last 8, 10 years or so. So uh, we're excited about maybe some of those opportunities tonight. You
1: can also lean on a star sophomore running back in Josh Ringer and a big offensive line that you're uh, very excited about this year uh, talk a little bit about your run game yeah so
6: offensive line you know uh, some of these guys didn't start for us last year but uh, through contact tracing and a few injuries uh, they, they got to play last year so they might not have been a you know a game one starter last year but they they are this year and they, they've had experience playing uh, experience playing in the sectional last year so I'm uh, really confident in, the, in them uh, so obviously losing to the Collinsworth hurts uh, we don't have that kind of size the offensive line uh, this year, but their guys are so big, uh, everybody knows that we rely on the run game, and uh, Josh is a special back. Uh, we figured that out last year. Uh, we're really excited to keep increasing his workload and uh, be a special part of our
1: offense. And, uh, defense is always a big part of everything East Central does. You uh, typically hold teams down to a very low scoring average every year. Very difficult test with this Lawrenceburg offense tonight. Um, what are you expecting from your defense? How can you slow down their explosive offense?
6: Yeah, you, you know, we got a lot of guys, we actually have a lot of guys that that are returning. I, I know we graduated, uh, you know, Colville and uh, Nate Griffin and Carson Davis at linebacker, but uh, Hunter Stones is back over there on defense playing linebacker, and uh, we have a lot of seniors playing, and that's that's always uh, comfort on, on our end because we know that the moment's not too big for them. And that's our stuff, but we're excited to see um, our speed this year. I, I think we're a little bit quicker than what we've been in years past, and I think that if we use that to our advantage, uh, you know, I think we'll have some good opportunities. Uh, but Lawrenceburg's offense is extremely explosive, uh, and, and we know that. We've played them the last several years with uh, a lot of the same guys. and uh, we, we just have to do some things to contain uh, you and contain Patel uh, a little bit and, you know, just try to put pressure on them. And uh, we just have to try to keep keep them out of the end zone as much as possible and hope us a more flex than And finally, just a, a key or two for the Trojans to come out victorious on the road tonight. Yeah, this game uh, has honestly come down to penalties and turnovers uh, the last several years. So uh, we, we've been fortunate a Couple years to win the turnover battle and to win the penalty battle. Uh, so I think those two factors tonight is definitely uh, going to be the key to this game. Well, we wish you good luck tonight and the rest of the way. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. All right. That is head coach Jake Miners of the East Central Trojans. When
1: we come back, we will have kickoff from the pit. It is Tigers and Trojans on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 993 and EagleCountryOnline dot Online.com.
4: The Ford Expedition is the ultimate family road trip vehicle. And before you know it, those summer vacations will be upon us. Hague Ford has a great selection of 2020 expeditions to put you and your family on the road in style and at a great price, too. Right now, we are offering customers an additional $2,000 discount on our in-stock 2020 expeditions, along with our lifetime oil change and tire rotation program. Check out all of our expeditions at HagFordSales.com. Hank We are the difference.
10: CASA's mission is to empower Dearborn County citizens to choose safe and healthy choices, free from harms of alcohol and other drugs. As we adjust to being healthy at home, it is an appropriate time to dig into our eight dimensions of wellness. Wellness is the presence of optimal physical and behavioral health, a purpose in life, healthy relationships, and overall happiness. Join CASA to promote wellness by motivating individuals, organizations, and our community to take action for an improved Quality of life. Visit DearbornCountyCasa.com. Hi, I'm Jim Scott,
11: a golfer, weekend warrior, runner, and lover of just about any sporting activity. And occasionally I find myself in pain. Then I turn to Beacon, Beacon Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. My latest? Well, I tried to grip it and rip it, ouch, ripped my meniscus. Living in Dearborn County, I'm fortunate enough to be ten minutes away from my friend, Dr. David Argo at Beacon Orthopedic, Lawrenceburg. Dr. Argo repaired it. I'll be fine. Looking for a new golf swing? And folks, it's just that simple. Cars and trucks cheaper in Milan at the Tom T P Outer Center. Proudly
12: broadcasting from the Tom T.P. Auto Center Studios. Thank you for listening to WSCH, Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Greendale, Harrison, Keebron and Hidden Valley. Your hometown radio station for 50 years. Eagle Country 99.3.
13: Your family's hometown
14: you over 50? Have you had chicken pox? If you answered yes to both of these questions, you may be eligible to receive a vaccine to prevent shingles. Ask our pharmacists about how to get your vaccine today. DeVille Pharmacies, Dillsborough and Rising Sun, your family's hometown
15: pharmacy. Your family's
13: hometown
15: Fuels has been dedicated to your warmth and comfort for 40 years. They are your heating oil and propane specialists, providing safe and dependable service for your home, farm, and business. They make it easy with auto delivery and budget billing. Their experienced team is here, ready to assist you with your heating oil and propane needs. Experts on grills, pools, gas, fireplaces, and propane. They serve here locally and on the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown with the sign that's easy to find. Wardway.com.
0: Music is back with the Whiskey City Summerfest presented by the city of Lawrenceburg. Let's all go down to the Saturday, August 21st at Lawrenceburg Civic Park, it's CMA, ACM, and Grammy Award winners, the Kentucky Headhunters. I'll own this heart of mine. A night filled with free music starts at 5 with Jesse Strassel, the Renegades, the Georgia Thunderbolts, and the Kentucky Headhunters. Oh. City Summerfest details at Lawrenceburg.com. A new day in Eagle Country. Hey, it's Ron Bria. Let's get up real early together. Workday morning starting at 5 on your hometown radio station Eagle Country 99.3.
1: Welcome back to Lawrenceburg High School. We are getting set for kickoff as the Tigers hosting the East Central Trojans. A very touching moment uh, prior to kickoff as the uh, Lawrenceburg football family holding a uh, moment of silence and then presenting a shadow box with Brady Gabbard's jersey to his mom and cousin. A very, very nice moment before the game. And I also want to extend a shout-out to the East Central student section. They are all wearing shirts that are supporting Brady Gabbard, a a nice show of community uh, between these two teams. The Lawrenceburg student section has similar shirts on, as well as uh, this community continues to rally around the Gabbard family. Uh, Honestly, a tough situation uh, this summer with Brady passing at the age of 14 with a uh, battle of cancer. So uh, the Lawrenceburg Tigers definitely going to be playing with a heavy heart here tonight in the pit. As uh, we are getting set for the coin toss. So a good time right now to turn it over to my broadcast colleague, Chuck Thomas for the Hag Ford keys to the game.
2: Well, I think coach, uh, Kaniga mentioned it always, the uh, turnovers, um, and penalties are going. But, um, on another note, if you're East Central, you got to control the ball. It's almost like basketball. You don't want the Tigers to have very much, uh, many opportunities to score because they will do that. If you're Lawrenceburg, you obviously got to stop Ringer. Uh, he's the key. If he gets to running, then all of a sudden that's going to make it easier on the quarterback to play uh, you know, throw, uh, play action passes.
7: If that happens,
2: I still think Lawrenceburg wins. But I I think all of a sudden now you're going to have an unlike some of the games where they're all low scoring, I think you want to have high scoring content.
1: All right. Those are the Ag Ford keys to the game. Ag Ford, family owned from U.S. 50 in Greendale, get your keys to a brand-new Ford today, HackFordSales.com. East Central has won the toss and has deferred, so Lawrenceburg will get the ball first. And we do want to mention the captains for each team. For the Lawrenceburg Tigers, senior quarterback Garrett Yoon, senior wide receiver Dia Patel, and senior left tackle and defensive end Notre Dame commit Ashton Craig for East Central, their captains senior defensive backs Cooper Hogue and Sam Ringer. On the offensive side, left tackle Casey McQueen and wide receiver Nate Musick. So Sophie Brown-Dyke will be out to kick off this 2021 season here in the pit. Back to receive for the Tigers will be Jace Bohan and Keegan Bennett. As you can hear, welcome to the jungle, playing in the background, a big-time atmosphere here at Lawrenceburg High School. The students are going crazy, and we are set to kick off this 2021 season. And the kick is off, and it will be returnable by Jace Bohan at the 10-yard line. Works his way up to the 25 and is knocked down. And that's where the Tigers will begin their first series of the season. Starting lineups brought to you by Dearborn County Casa. Join the voices for recovery at DearbornCountyCasa.com. For the Tigers offensively, four-year senior starter Garrett Union at quarterback. He'll be flanked by Luke Pierce and Jake Pierce. In the backfield at running back and fullback. Lance Bates is the tight end. Dia Patel and Aiden Gilmore play as the receivers. Ashton Craig, Colton Roth, Logan Lang, Michael Foster, and South Dearborn transfer Jackson Goodall on the offensive line. Yoon will be in the shotgun. Motion to the right for Pierce and Craig. Got Luke Pierce with him in the backfield, and that will be a handoff to Luke. We'll get one yard on that play to start off the season for the Tigers. Luke Pierce. Four hundred fourteen yards last year, ten touchdowns as a junior.
2: He, he's about five foot seven and weighs one hundred forty nine pounds, but he runs like he's six foot one and two twenty. Yeah, A little
5: different Man, um, just...
1: type of running back that the Tigers have this year. Adam Bird gone after a couple of one thousand yard rushing seasons in a row. The Tigers have had some bigger backs previous to that, with, uh, the likes of Austin Bowling and company. So a little different look at running back, but uh, very capable is Luke Pierce. Two wide receivers set for Garrett Yoon. Patel comes in motion from right to left, and he's going to get the jet sweep. And Tigers did a pretty good job of setting the edge as Patel is going to get that ball out to about the 37-yard line. Pretty close to a – actually, he did get a first down there. Moving the chains for the Tigers defensively for East Central. An odd front. David Nash, Ryan Bavard, and Sean Barely start on the defensive line. Caleb Bergenthal, Hunter Stones, Jayden. Jake Blake and Adam Rosemeyer at linebacker. The corners are Jack Rainier and Cooper Hogue with Charlie Usen and Sam Ringer playing at safety. First and ten from their own 37. Three wide receivers set for Garrett Yoon, two to his right. Pearson motion to the right. Yoon's going to roll that way. And that's a tip. Nice play by Caleb Mergenthal. To knock that ball to the turf, so maybe a lucky break for the
7: Tigers.
2: Travis, if you if you're watching the defensive uh, front seven, doing a lot of angling, a lot of slanting, a lot of movement up there, trying to uh, uh, create a little
1: chaos for the offensive line of the Tigers. As we mentioned last year in this game, the Tigers did turn the ball over four times, three lost fumbles, and a interception that went back to the house. Garrett Yoon was 16-32 of for 157 last year. As they go to the pro form, uh, you don't see that a whole bunch anymore with this uh, Tigers offense. Uh, They give it to Jake Pierce, the bigger of the Pierce brothers, and he was able to muster two yards. That's going to set up a third and eight as Caleb Bergenthal was in on the tackle again from his outside linebacker position. You can see the increased speed
2: on the East Central
1: defense. They're very, very quick. That was something we talked to Coach Miners about in the pregame. A little bit different type of defense this year, but he does think they're going to be able to fly around. They went to an odd front to help their linebackers out and let them kind of roam free as Patel comes in motion from right to left. Yoon's going to keep it, fights off a couple of tackles, and gets the ball out to the 45-yard line. It's going to be two yards short of a first down. So decision time for Coach Kanega and offensive coordinator Mike Manford. I know they're going to have a lot of confidence in their offense, and they're staying out there. But uh, do remember, Chuck, Garrett Yoon is their punter. That's right. He, they may shift into that, try to get an a, a offside call.
2: Let's see if they do shift.
1: Or do you just run behind the big Notre Dame commit and say, hey, we can we can definitely get two yards behind him? Even in the shotgun, he's got Pierce to his right. They have Gilmore come in motion on the jet sweep. Is he gonna be able to get the edge? He makes the cutback and he got the first down. Wow. Big run by Aiden Gilmore as he gets the three yards to move the chain, so a gutsy call. Not about
2: three yards on the play. Uh, didn't get it by a whole bunch, but gutsy call early in the game. That is, you're you're right. That's a lot of confidence.
1: Tigers take the ball out to their own forty-eight. Nine minutes left to play here in the first quarter. A couple of first downs thus far for the Tigers. They'll go two wide receivers to the left. Gilmore in the slot. Dia Patel out wide. He's got Luke Pierce right next to him in the backfield. Jake Pierce going to shift to his left. Quarterback keeper, and Yoon has a big hole and is able to get about 12 yards and another first down on the read option. Nice
2: job of reading and a great run
1: by Yoon. How about the hole opened up on that right side by Jackson Goodall and Micah Foster, a couple seniors that this Lawrenceburg team is going to heavily rely upon up front. Those guys are going to feature on the defensive line as well. First and ten from the Trojans 40, nearing eight minutes to play here in the first quarter. The sun still shining bright on the pit. Three wide receivers set for Yoon, who is under center. He'll hand it to Jake Pierce. He's Jake Pierce, and he's going to get another yard. Nice tackle. Look like Jake Blake coming up from his middle linebacker spot, able to make the solo tackle. He'll give Pierce... Two yards on that carry. 29. Is that who that is? 29. Sam Ringer.
2: Oh, Sam is. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's the one I think made the tackle. Sam coming up from his
1: strong safety spot. Sam is going to be used all over the place in this Trojans defense. Uh, Might see him offensively as well. An exceptional athlete. Just recently took a visit to Air Force. So, uh, yeah, looking at a uh, D1 prospect there. As Yoon's going to look deep down the field. He's got Dia Patel and under threw it as he was working against Cooper Hope.
2: I don't know if East Central has a key or something, because right before that ball was snapped, did you see the corner sprinting back? I mean, that was before the ball was even snapped. I don't know if they're reading uh, that deep pass, or they just, I don't know. But it sure looked like they had some kind of notice.
1: And even though they did, Diapatel Patel had his man beaten. There was no help in the middle of the field. Just an underthrown ball from Garrett Yoon. Uh, he'll want that one back as it is now third and eight from the Trojans 38 yard line. Yoon with Pierce in the backfield. Gilmore is going to shift from left to right. They're going to run the option. Yoon's going to keep it and he has got a first down. He got nine yards there to move the chains. That is the fourth first down on this drive. The Tigers have been able to eat up about five minutes block. They have. They've done a nice job. Lewis Gray checking in on the defense. So is Ethan Grewe. Grywey, excuse me. Changes on that defensive front, giving Bovard and barely a break. It's hot out there. You're going to have to rotate yeah, tonight. It's, it's really hot. We have a timeout. Called by the Tigers. Timeouts tonight presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. You can find them in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. Visit beaconortho.com. Alongside Chuck Thomas on Double T, Travis there, Lawrenceburg and East Central squaring off tonight a top ten battle to start the season. The Tigers have held the ball for over five minutes on this opening drive, moved the chains four times, and has mostly been on the ground.
2: Yeah, they, they've done a nice job. Gutsy call by uh, Kaniga to go for it on that fourth down situation. That, as, as you mentioned, showed a lot of confidence in running the ball well, particularly Yoon, who's uh, done a, a real nice job off that option. He's been able to read that effectively twice. What, what is it? two
1: for like 18 yards or something like that? Yeah, the read option has worked very nicely for the Tigers thus far, and a lot of the run's coming to the right side, so they're actually running away from their uh, big Notre Dame commit. Let's see how many times I can say that tonight. But uh, Jackson Goodall uh, proving to be a big addition coming over from South Dearborn at right tackle. He was an all-conference player last All year. All-state player. All-state player. So first and ten from the Trojans, 29. Tigers will line up in the I formation with Dia Patel split out to the left. Motion man for the Tigers. They'll hand it to... Jake Pierce on the fullback dive, and he gets one yard. Nice job. Can't even see the
2: numbers. I think it was thirty-five. Sliced in. David Nash coming into in the nice tackle. tackle. If you watch those front people and the linebackers, they're 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 slanting, angling. Um, they're coming every time, and they have a gap that they are responsible for.
1: They've also uh, moved. It looks like Caleb Mergenthal has uh, moved down the defensive end. Seen him make some plays from an outside linebacker spot. Well, no, never mind. He's standing up. Um, as uh, you'll see, the Tigers play similarly on defense, where their linebackers serve as edge rushers. Dia Patel in motion, left to right. He's going to get the jet sweep. Seen the Tigers run that a couple times, and he gets right, exactly. hit at the line of scrimmage. Sam Ringer coming up from his strong safety spot. Nice play there to force a third and long for the Tigers. Now under six minutes to play in the first quarter. Law is on the Trojans. Twenty-nine. Uh, more, actually, closer to the thirty-yard line. Looks like they lost a couple yards on that play. Chuck Sam Ringer uh,
2: has a terrible knee operation. They they didn't think he'd be playing until maybe mid-season at best. And there he is out there. Doesn't look like he's suffering from
1: That's it. Not at all. Three wide receivers set for the Tigers. As Pierce will act as a receiver. Yoon rolls to his left, goes back to his right, right chased by David Nash. And Nash is gonna end up taking him down in the backfield. That's gonna be a sack for the senior defensive end, and that is gonna force a fourth and long. So from here you think the Tigers will likely go for it. Oh yeah. They're kinda of no man's plan at the thirty one yard line. I like their their formation
2: on that last thing. They had they had looked like uh oh, Basically, man to man
9: coverage
1: on Patel. Change in personnel here for the Tigers. I think Ethan Gabbard just checked in. No, oh, excuse me. That's 19 Hayden Saylor, who has some big play potential as a sophomore early receiver. And with this personnel, I think they're going to punt it. nee Central noticed it, and they are going to take a timeout. Actually, Lawrenceburg with a timeout. That's their second charge timeout. We'll step aside for a quick break. 0 432 left in the first quarter. It's high school football in Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com. I think.
16: Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%.
17: Climate Master geothermal systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master systems are so efficient the investment quickly pays for itself.
16: They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call
17: Jeff at Garing today at 812-934-6088 or visit garinginc.com and leave the digging
8: to the professionals at caring hey it's jeremy
0: from eagle country 99.3 who are you working with if you're not working and hanging out with me i'm highly offended working with you 10 until 2 right here on your hometown radio station eagle country 99.3 nine three.
9: on
1: you're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 alongside Chuck Thomas. on Double T Travis there. Lawrenceburg in East Central. Tied 0-0 with 432 left in the first quarter. And uh, the Tigers have been charged with two timeouts. As It looked like they were uh, potentially going to punt it away. A uh, little change in personnel. But now I'm um, out there with two wide receivers to the left. They're going to try to
2: push Patel inside to the... He can pick him up. Let's see if they accomplish it. No, they
1: drop him back. Backs off the line. Tigers do need to get 12 yards to get a first down. Yoon finds Patel on the out route, and that is going to be awfully close, but a little short of that first down as they got down to the 20-yard line. So they made up about 10 yards there, but fall short. So a 14-play drive. Tigers go from their own 25 all the way down to the EC 20-yard line.
2: That's where the drive stalls. They brought somebody in the delayed uh, blitz, and I want to tell you, he was right in Hune's grill when he, he released that. It was a nice pass
1: under that kind of pressure. So now we will get our first look at sophomore quarterback Cole Burton. He'll have sophomore running back Josh Ringer in the backfield. Grant Ertle at fullback. Nate Busing and Eli Aston as the wide receivers. Blake Kindling at tight end. Casey McQueen, Noah Shrek-Snyder, Luke Vogelsang, Noah Hauser, and Lucas Adams across the offensive line. As Burton's going to throw it, that's a screen to Eli Aston, And he gets away from a couple of Tiger defenders and lumbles the ball out of bounds near the 40-yard line. We'll see where they mark him out. But a nice confidence booster for Cole Burton as they are going to uh, mark him out at the 33-yard line, so 12-yard gain and a first down for the first career varsity throw from not, Cole Burton. I'm not
2: uh, familiar with Eli, but I think I'm going to get to know him because he is really fast.
1: I see a little change in this EC offense this year with Cole Burton's ability to get the ball down the field. We haven't seen it in person, but I think we're going to see some. I just
11: bring fumble the ball,
1: oh, oh, and the Tigers are on it looks like the, might have been Bohan that came up with the ball. Bohan or Bushman was in the area with two plays and a turnover as Ringer fumbles the ball. Not a great start to his sophomore campaign.
2: Well... Yes, sir. no, certainly fumbled, but he picked up about 12
1: yards. Yeah, he did uh, before it, before it hit the ground. That is a, that's good. Uh, good observation, Chuck. As the Tigers will take the ball back on the East Central 46-yard line.
7: Now that
2: really putting pressure on that defense. I mean, they did a nice job. You think? I mean,
1: they got to be getting a little bit tired too. Shotgun set, two wide to the left, Gilmore in the slot, Patel, out wide, Pierce in motion, Yoon hands it off to Luke Pierce, who bounces it outside, and fights for a first down, 11 yards on that game as he dives, past the yard marker to move the chains yet again, five first downs for the Tigers. I like that kid. I, I, he, he came in
2: uh, last year at Batesville, and I, I think he ran for like 250 yards with some ridiculous
1: amount, three touchdowns. He just runs so hard. Luke Pierce, he will uh, share some time in the backfield with his brother Jake, uh, Tegan Bennett. I also see him fill in at times, and they got a freshman by the name of Logan Howell. Who Coach K said reminds him of Austin Bowling. There's another rush for Luke Pearson. He breaks it up the middle. One man to beat, and he is drugged down by Jack Rainier at the 10-yard line. Another first down for Pierce. And the Tigers are in business in the red zone for the first time tonight with 3.58 left in the first quarter looking to strike first.
2: How many yards was that, 18?
1: 18. And we're at the... 18-yard gain. You got it, Chuck. I couldn't tell for sure. Down to the 11-yard line. Tell split out to the right. Heavy package for the Tigers as there's Keegan Bennett. It's knocked down near the line of scrimmage. No gain. David Nash bringing down Bennett from behind. Nash had a nice start to the game. Uh, Bennett's a, a nice option. He's a little bigger, isn't he?
2: Quite
1: a lot bigger than Pierce. segan a player that saw some action as a freshman, has obviously put on weight over the off season. Demarco Henry does a fantastic job with the weight program here at Lawrenceburg. First and twelve, Tigers can get a first down as they hand no, it off it again by, to uh, Bennett.
2: Boy, somebody ran
1: right by the ball killer. And he will take that ball down to the five yard line, so the seven yard gain to set up a third manageable four down territory, you would think, for the Tigers. Absolutely. And then finally down by the defense at the five. have to get an updated roster. 99's checked into the game. Not listed, Chuck.
9: You always like those mystery players, don't you? I'm
1: guessing it's yeah. Justin Carlton at 6'3", 329. That's a, that's a big boy out there. Going to add some uh, additional blocking as Tigers just look to maybe punch this in on the ground. Pierce to the right of Yoon. He's going to get it again. And that tackle made by number six, Rhett Smith, from his linebacking spot. He'll bring up the fourth down. Fourth and goal to go. See what Mike Manford wants to dial up.
2: I, I, at that time, that that outside backer committed himself so much that if uh, Hewan had pulled that, he could have walked into the end zone.
1: Aiden Gilmore will check back in. He and Daya Patel split out to the left. Aiden in the slot. He'll work against linebacker Caleb Mergenthal as Yoon does keep it that time, and he has stood up at the two-yard line. Wow. Another turnover on down
7: for the Tigers. The
1: Tigers, we've seen them move the ball really well on their opening possession. They got a gift with a fumble on the second offensive play of the season from EC. Take it all the way down to the two, but still no points to show for them. A lot of good calls there. I... So it looks like maybe the uh, three-yard line is where they called Yun down. So. you got good vision. I can't. That sun's right in my eye. I can't tell. <laughs> well, brought the sunglasses out tonight, Chuck. The sun's still setting behind Seagram's here in Whiskey City. That's going to be Kelling in at quarterback, I believe. Yeah, they, uh, they just called oughta- it. Got an audible from the bench over here. Coach Miners said uh, in the preseason that we were going to get a look at Key. Kelling at quarterback two. Nice run. A little extra breathing room, perhaps. Carson Kelling, a six foot, 168 pound junior, going to get his chance to see what he can do at quarterback. And uh, we often talk about two quarterback systems. It doesn't really work out a lot of times. I've never seen it work out. So, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm sure that... Uh, I think the game plan is, obviously, to get these two kids involved. And I think before it's all said and done, you're going to see one out there uh, more than the other. Second and eight from their own five. Second possession for East Central. That's going to be a handoff to Josh Ringer. And- Ringer, again. Minimal gain as he picks up maybe two yards on that second down carry. Josh, an exceptional freshman season: 714 yards on the ground, nine touchdowns—almost unheard of. Chuck, that a uh, freshman running back has that type of production out of East Central—that
2: is real unusual. And as I said, he he came on. Uh, I mean, he was spectacular from the get-go. I think that his first carry that I saw him it went like 18 yards uh, and. He didn't seem to slow down after that.
1: He's already getting some looks. I know uh, Penn is looking at him. Uh, Princeton, he's been to some camps. Uh, Purdue, Ball State. So uh, maybe going around with his brother as well as Sam's getting some looks from some D1 schools as we have a uh, timeout on the field. It's going to be an East Central timeout with 11 seconds left in the first quarter. We're going to keep it right here. Timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, BeaconOrtho.com. Stay tuned to our halftime show. We'll get you updated on the Ivy Tech Community College stats report. Campus is conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. IvyTech.edu. We'll also name a couple players in the running for the star of the game. And right now I'm not so sure that uh, many have uh, put their names out there yet. as uh, Not a lot of action so far in this first quarter.
2: No, I agree, but uh, Hune's going to score. He's almost broke twice. <laughs> Um, and I, that read option, uh, simple What happens is when you're playing that angle, uh, bringing linebackers on that one, the kid just ran by the ball carrier and that you'll get that. And, and you can take advantage of that and go big. If he gets out there, and I don't think anybody's going
1: to catch him except maybe that Eli, uh,
7: Eli kid. God, he was fast. You see how fast he
1: was? He's <laughs> got some quickness. Cole Man. Burton back in there. At quarterback for this third and five, East Central backed up on their own seven-yard line to likely be the last play of the first quarter. Aston comes in motion, and they end up handing it off to Ringer, and he is stopped immediately. And That looks like trying to get the number here. Noah Caniga, the freshman. We didn't even get the chance to uh, say the starting lineup for the Tigers' defense. We'll get to that when we come back. All squared up, no score at the end of one It's Tigers and Trojans on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com.
12: At Margaret Mary Health, we believe prevention and early detection are key in the fight against breast cancer. That's why we recommend all women receive mammograms yearly, starting at the age of 40. When it comes to technology, we offer advanced 3D mammography to our patients. If you can't afford a mammogram or your insurance doesn't cover it, financial assistance is available thanks to the funding from the Indiana Breast Cancer Awareness Trust. To find out if you qualify, call us at 812-933-5583. 812-933-5583.
5: Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.
1: Welcome back to the pit. Marksburg and East Central locked in a battle. No score at the end of the first quarter. The Lawrenceburg Tigers have knocked on the door a couple of times, but the Central defense has stood tall. Now the Trojans faced with a fourth and four from their own seven.
6: It does look like
1: Hunter Josh Ringer will kick it away. It's going to be Jace Bohan back for the Tigers, standing at the 35-yard line of the Central Trojans.
2: They may run this thing over the right side.
1: Nope. Ringer gets it away. Good punt. It's going to go over Bohan's head and make a nice wow. easy bounce. It's wow, going to keep wow, bouncing, wow, wow. And, and it's rolling down all the way to the Tigers' 31-yard line. Great punt from Josh Ringer. So we uh, heard Coach Kaniga saying the pregame special teams was going to be a big part of this game, and, well, E-Central was a part of that as well, and that was a heck of a boot by Josh Ringer.
2: How many yards was that?
1: That was from his end zone all the way. About set, it ended up going seventy after it rolled from the line of scrimmage. From the line of scrimmage, yeah. Uh, wow, Big a, a good fifty-yard kick from foot to the time it hit the turf. It rolled another twenty yards. Uh, you'll have that on a uh, turf field. Both of these teams have the luxury of playing on on a pretty much weekly basis. Tigers will start their third drive from their own 31-yard line. We're in the red zone. Their last drive failed to score. Three wide receivers set for Yoon. Back to pass. And he is sacked and ends the fumble. And East Central is on it. It was Ethan Riley who knocked the ball away. And East Central comes up with it. 67. Lewis Gray recovers the fumble. Wow! That
2: when you run that defense, that plant angle blitz, you can make that happen. Uh, and I'm sure that this is not a surprise to Lawrenceburg, but you can't
1: get you can't make it perfect every time. Big, big tackle, big fumble recovery. Now East Central in business, automatically in the red zone on the Tigers' 17-yard line. Heavy formation here. Kelling back into the game with Ringer. Kelling's going to take it on the quarterback keeper and find some room along that left side. Running right behind big Noah Shrek Snyder, six-two-two seventy-seven, just a sophomore.
2: If you notice, Travis, they put a plug in there. So they had an extra man over there and caused Lawrenceburg a little bit of difficulty because they had an extra man. Not He's not on the line. He's just off the line. And it looked like fullback Grant Ertle. There
1: he is again, number 37. Yep, That's him, and uh, Ertle's yep. big boy, too, over uh, 215 pounds. Kelling with... They Ringer still haven't play. adjusted Another not Same play there, and Ringer leading the way yes. as Kelling gets it down to the two-yard line. So that's going to be a 10-yard gain. And the first down, first one of the night, they,
2: uh, they're going to come back with that same play if Barnesburg doesn't adjust. They got an extra lineman over there, and they're not adjusting for it. Did you see the plug man in that we were talking about?
7: Mm-hmm.
2: Once you add
1: him and then Josh Ringer leading the way. It looks like the, the days when Patton was running the ball, remember? Yeah. That they just outnumbered you at the line of scrimmage.
2: There it is again.
1: Same formation. Yeah,
2: they made a bit of adjustment over there, though.
1: It's also a 2 end set. Very heavy. This time, Ertl's going to motion to the right, and they hand it to Ringer. Nice play by Nico Fiera, who is an East Central yep. transfer. Yep. Comes up from his middle linebacker spot, and Ringer might have lost a yard there. So we'll see if the Tigers' defense can stand tall after East Central did uh, on this same <laughs> side of the field. A little bit earlier in the first quarter, they
2: they adjusted and, and brought the, the plug back to the
1: right, hoping to outnumber them. I think that kind of gave away where they were going, considering they just run the same play to the left two times. But the same formation here, Kelling in there, at quarterback, Ringer to his left. Kelling's going to keep it. It's going to be close, fighting for that end zone. Down maybe at the one-yard line, it looks like. So the Tigers do a pretty good job of gang tackling and keeping Carson Kelling out of the end zone. I'm telling you, if you ran
2: a little play action class off that, uh, that plug, <laughs> look at this outside man. He, a little play action. I mean, he, he's coming. I mean, yeah. he, he's
1: coming to come hell or high water. No, you watch this. Third and goal. Jackson Goodall checks in at defensive tackle. I think we Which may, timeout. may have an official timeout.
2: You see what I'm saying, Travis? 89. he just slip out the the
1: four or five-yard out. and Or you can slip out the 6'7 uh, Blake Ginling and just uh, toss it up in the air. There's not going to be many uh, guys that can contest a, a ball with his height. I'm uh, not really sure what we're working out right now. Uh, a, maybe I, didn't, it, I didn't see a flag. Did you see a flag? Did not see a flag. East Central is going to uh, trot back uh, ten yards and huddle up. Ball still marked on the one yard line. Is this the third down? According to the scoreboard, we got third down and goal to go. Why did I, I thought it was a fourth down situation? I guess it. Yeah, no. have it listed as third and two on the scoreboard, but the ball very much. Placed at the one yard line. And speaking of the ball, your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3, the official game ball sponsor for this opening contest between the Tigers and Trojans. 9.15 left in the second quarter. And no fireworks yet on the scoreboard. All knotted up 0 0. Coach Kaniga out there,
2: it was not happy with one of the officials. I, and I, I have no idea. I have no idea what transpired.
1: And uh, we're certainly not going to get any explanation up here in the booth. And uh, we are ready to play again. Third and goal from the one-yard line. Kelling with Ringer to his left. High snap. And Kelling is stuffed. Extra effort might have got him in the end zone, and they have signaled touchdown. Carson Kelling with the extra effort is going to give the Trojans the lead with a one-yard rush
7: which was set up
1: by the sack fumble from Ethan Grywe. Trojans go five plays, 17 yards to score the touchdown. That drive survey is a service of Sieg Survey, specialized in land surveying, construction layout, site design, and land consulting, SeekSurvey.com. Brown Dykes extra point up and right down the middle. East Central leads it 7-0 with nine minutes exactly to play left in the second quarter. We're back after this high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com.
5: Fresh quality food comes from a solid team that truly cares. Snappy's is open and busy with immediate openings for delivery drivers and in-store crew at both their Lawrenceburg and Rising Sun locations. Visit snappytomato.com to snap into a new job today.
4: Snappy. Snappy, Snappy tomato, tomato pizza. pizza.
7: Snappy to-
3: OrthoCency Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is truly the orthopedic authority. So as a mom, I trust them to take care of the work, sports, and everyday injury needs of my family. I can count on OrthoCency to provide expert care. Plus, OrthoCency is located in Lawrenceburg and throughout the tri-state, so appointments are easy to schedule. OrthoCency takes great care of my family. They'll take great care of yours, too. Walk-ins are welcome, or make your appointment at OrthoCency.com. That's Y.com.
0: It's another round of the summer of free concerts. Your first chance to qualify Monday morning up real early on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. East
1: Central strikes first here at the pit, leading 7-0 with nine minutes left in the second quarter. It is Carson Kelling with a one-yard rush from the quarterback spot coming off the Ethan Ryewee. Sacked fumble possession earlier, knocking the ball away from Gary and Sophie Browndyke. Her kick is off. It's going to be fielded by Tegan Bennett at the 12 yard line. And he's going to get that ball out to about the 26th, where Lawrenceburg will start their he fourth drive. Did he run
7: into
2: his own man? It looked like it. He did.
1: For this Lawrenceburg offense, they ran fourteen plays on their opening drive, took it from their own twenty-five down to the EC twenty-one, turnover on downs, six plays on their next drive, turnover on downs on the EC two yard line, and then one play last drive with the sack fumble. Well, Tigers have done much of their damage on the ground thus far with a four wide receiver set. For Yoon trips to his left. Taylor here on the near side. They're going to play a screen pass to the left to Patel. Man, did they cover. Golly. Patel ran into Brennan Bushman, his own teammate, and had nowhere to go. Looks like he may actually lost some yards on that play. That was that split-end screen,
2: and it was actually pretty quick, but the central defense was
1: all over. They had three or four guys there. Patel was dancing over there trying to figure out a hole he could run through, but there was nothing there, and they lose one yard. Tigers haven't completed anything down the field. Union empty backfield, four wide receivers. And he's going to go to Jaya Patel, who makes an almost oh, incredible one-handed catch. A lot of contact there. No call, incomplete pass, so the Tigers' offense... Struggling to get the, anything going up through the air, that was a dangerous toss as well here to
2: the near it, side. I was thinking the same thing. It was well well covered. I, I didn't understand the pattern. You, it, there was another offensive man within, what, seven yards short of that. So you had two defenders within, what, five, six yards of the it play? A,
1: it was a pretty good ball by Yoon because it, 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 it hit Patel uh, in between the numbers. But yep. Tough to catch it over all that traffic. But if Yoon underthrows that, it's going back the other way. Tigers with five wide. Three to the right, two to the left for Yoon, looking to get 11 draw. yards. Low oh, run of draw. Goodall gets a good block up the middle. Yoon fights for it. He is going to be right at the six, and he gets the 12-yard and a first down.
2: Wow, where his, his knees went down in
1: front of that. Nice run. Jackson Goodall with the big block to spring Garrett Yoon to that first down and that was much needed for the Tigers as they get the ball out to the 37 yard line first and 10 under 8 minutes to play Tigers trail 7-0 I haven't seen that option for a while empty backfield again for Yoon motion man is Bennett Yoon rolls to his right finds Patel on the check down they're going to get about nine yards, Sam Ringer comes over and makes the tackle near the E C sideline. They'll give him eight yards on that game. So good pickup on first down. Oh. The Tigers are inching closer to midfield. Like that pattern. Did you see the separation?
2: I mean, he
1: had he he had a time to look the field over. And Patel has run that out route a couple of times, and anytime you run that out route a couple of times, then you're looking at the out and up, yep. and uh, for the big play down the field. Now two wide receivers to the left. Bennett, the running back, Eun's going to keep it, and he gets one yard. That's going to set up a third and one from the 46-yard line. And the Tigers, with some smaller running backs this year, may rely on Garrett Yoon to be their primary running back. That's kind of dangerous territory when you want to keep him healthy all year long. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Chuck? Uh, yeah, I
2: understand that, but he's such a good runner. you got to use him. Uh, the Pierce kid, to me, I, he's quick and runs real hard,
1: too. Boy, they're bringing everybody from the middle. central clou- crowds the... The line of scrimmage, and Pierce is going to fight for two or three yards. He'll, they'll give him two officially. I think he got it. But it is a, a first down on the fullback dive.
7: <laughs> the
1: that's <a>, that's... <laughs> Central fans are clamoring for the uh, spot to be well <laughs> behind the first down
2: marker. That, that, was, that was a good spot. I mean, uh, he kept fighting. The whistle had not blown. And he showed a lot of second effort and and got that two yards. Uh, That's a good call.
1: Just to be fair, on the uh, last possession for East Central, they scored a touchdown on a similar instance with a second effort. So the uh, same is true this time with the Tigers getting that second effort for a first down. Yoon has Pierce go out of the backfield. He's going to find Aiden Gilmore, and that's going to be near a first down. Another out route slash corner route. As, uh, they will give them the marker, ten yard gain, and for Aiden Gilmore.
2: First one first first down for by passing. You know, that, that that that's a great play. They brought the the back out of the backfield on a flare pattern. That caused that linebacker to come up and and, and take him. And that out pattern had a deep pattern and beyond him. And that was a great
1: pass by Hume for the right on him. Gilmore, nice receiver. Tigers in E C territory, ball on the forty-two yard line. Pierce in motion. Play action. Yoon's got a defender chasing him down and he is going to go down in the backfield. That is Adam Rosemeyer who ran about 40 yards to knock down Yoon from behind.
2: I know Yoon is a, a, a great athlete. He thinks he can make th- some things happen, but he doesn't need to take those kinds of shots. You know, he needs, it's nothing wrong with throwing an incomplete pass. Throw it out of bounds. Yeah,
1: he was outside of the pocket as well. Uh, luckily for the Tigers, they won't lose any yards. As Yoon was tackled right at the line of scrimmage, that will set up a second and ten from the EC 42. Approaching five minutes to play here in the first quarter, Trojans lead it seven to nothing. And as the Tigers going left to right towards
2: Campbell like,
1: High School gymnasium. I like this. This
2: is almost one on one
1: up until. or they're using the timeout. The Tigers have used their last timeout. We will step aside for a quick break as well. Seven to nothing. Trojans lead it. High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com.
13: Your family's hometown pharmacy. DeVille Pharmacies.
14: The flowers are blooming and so are your allergies. What are the best over-the-counter medications for your symptoms? Come into DeVille Pharmacies for a great selection of allergy medications and an expert staff to help recommend the right product for you. Stop in today and start enjoying the season.
13: Your family's hometown
0: It's Jeremy working with you. 10 until 2, right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country
1: 99.3. Welcome back to Lawrenceburg High School. A battle between East Central and Lawrenceburg. The Trojans leading at 7 to nothing as we near halftime. And I apologize, we're knocking off some rest here in week one of the season. I never got a chance to talk about the Tigers Defensive starters, Ashton Craig, Michael Foster, Colton Roth on the line, Noah Kanega, a freshman, Jake Pierce, Nico Friera, and Alex Witte at linebacker, Bushman, Gilmore, Pierce, and Bohan, the defensive backs. But the Tigers on offense here. Patel split out to the left, Gilmore here on the near side. He will motion to the left. And another read option tight play as Garrett Yoon is going to get two yards. That's going to set up a third and long. Not the play you were expecting on that down, Chuck? No. Uh, I, I like Mattel over there. There's only one. I think he's I think
2: he's a Division One player. And uh, don't get me wrong. The, the secondary is really good for you, Central. But, man, oh, man.
1: It's a heck of a matchup. Uh, you have Dia Patel, six one one seventy four. 174. Cooper Hogue lined up next to him, uh, 6'1", 170. So uh, that's going to be a good battle, and they're leaving Cooper on an island over there. Did he ever stop? Yoon rolls out to his right, and a throwback. He's got Pierce. He might walk it in for a touchdown, and he does. Touchdown, Tigers! A forty-one-yard toss. Garrett Yoon hooking up with Lucas Pierce. Somebody forgot Pierce leaking out of the backfield as. He was on the opposite side. He rolled out to the right. All the focus was on that side of the field, Chuck.
9: Yes,
2: you you are absolutely correct. But let's look, let's give credit. The real credit there is, of course, Pierce wanted to continue. He ran to an open area. But you just saw Hewn come to his right side, almost to the right (laughs) sideline, and threw it to the left side. I mean, that's an arm. And he threw it right on the money. A great pass, great catch.
1: And the first kick of the high school career for ryan henthorne missed it to the left uh he has a bright future coach k said he could be a d1 talent before it's all said and done but rough start to his high school career tigers trail it seven six four minutes left we'll be back after this high school football in eagle country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com.
10: School is back, and so are we. At Ivy Tech, you can take classes on campus, online, or stream them live from wherever your busy schedule takes you. Apply for free at ivytech.edu and start classes on October 20th. We're on campus and ready for you. I love how yoga in the park gets me
15: up and moving Saturday mornings at 9. And exercise in the park helps me take a minute for myself Wednesday evenings at 6.30. Both are at Lawrenceburg Civic Park and both are free. No gym, no pressure. More at downtownlawrenceburg.com.
1: Welcome back to Lawrenceburg High School. The East Central Trojans leading the Lawrenceburg Tigers 7-6 to six after the missed BAT by freshman Ryan but uh, what a 41-yard touchdown pass that was from Garrett Uni. In-play drive, going 74 yards. That drive summary, a service of Sieg Surveying, SiegLandSurveying.com.
2: Let me add to that, too. He was under pressure
1: when he made that throw. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's just a great play by a great athlete. One of the best throws I've seen him make in his four-year career. We've been covering him all the way, and uh, Gary Ewan, a special talent here at Lawrenceburg as Henthorn back-to-back mistakes from the freshman as that ball rolls out of bounds. Again, there's going to be better days for this young man who uh, Ryan Kaniga said he won talent perhaps by the time he is done playing here at Lawrenceburg, but those are two kicks he's going to want to forget, and that gives... Actually, East Central might make them. Yeah, they they're going to make that over. So,
2: I mean, you got you got two really good return people back here,
1: uh, and yeah, Ringer and Aston's back there. You yeah. got Ryan Brotherton as well. So they're going to assess a penalty for the ball rolling out of bounds. So they're just going to back up. Young Ryan Henthorn. They think they can get past that 35 mark, and I
7: wouldn't be surprised
1: if they don't. So instead of kicking from the 40, he'll kick from the 35.
2: And he doesn't seem yet, and you wouldn't expect him to as a freshman, as, as to get the ball, you know, up in the air and deep. He may kick a line
1: drive here. If they have that. As mentioned, Josh Ringer, the primary return man, he stands. At the 15-yard line, and the kick is away. Much better from Henthorne, and Aston's going to actually be the one to field it at the 15, and he shoots out of a cannon,
7: and he got a good block, and he is
1: thrown past the 50-yard line into Tiger territory, and we have to give some kudos to Braden Rouse, a sophomore who made a big block around the 45-yard line to spring Aston into Tiger territory, so they are going to start... This drive on the Tigers' 37-yard line. Two consecutive possessions. The Trojans have now started in Tiger territory under four to play. East Central does have a one-point lead. And, Chuck, they do get the ball out of halftime, so a big-time possession here. And did you see Ringer let him take
2: it? And there's a reason. That kid didn't run. I mean... He read it pretty good too, and he got out of bounds when he's supposed to. Also, smart kid.
1: So we'll be Cole Burton back in at quarterback for EC. Three wide receivers, two to the right. Ringer in the backfield. They're going to give it the ringer. He's got a hole. Stiff arm on Bohan. Uh, so four
2: yards. Yep. Called for a horse collar. He's likely he's to get another flag too. Wrestles Ringer
1: out of bounds, and
2: he was, and he was, and he didn't let go when they were way out of bounds. They're lucky there was not two flags on there. Uh, a little too, uh, a little too much there.
1: So the run, they got down to the 24-yard line. It was a 13-yard gain. They call a horse collar.
7: Yep. <laughs> so
1: that'll tack on some additional yardage. Is that the first penalty of the, of the game? That is the first penalty of the game. That, to me, that's amazing on an on on opening night. And East Central has already got their play called. They break the huddle and walk up to the line. I don't know if Lawrenceburg's necessarily ready here. Remember, Lawrenceburg has used all their timeouts as well. Ball is down to the 12 yard line after the penalty. Brotherton, Aston. Using the wide receivers, they're going to give it to Ringer again, and he is in for the score—a 12-yard scamper for sophomore Josh Ringer—and the East Central Trojans will take a 13-6 lead with the PAT sending. Quick strike from EC. Ringer takes it in from 12 yards out. Just two plays. 37 yards with a penalty aiding the Trojans. And actually, we have to take that off the board. Oh, there's a flag. I didn't
7: see it either. Want to get a
1: holding? Holding call, so they're going to back it out. The Trojans will still be on the 12-yard line. With 3.34 left. Here in the first half, Trojans do lead it 7-6 to six as that sun still trying to set here in Lawrenceburg. Warm night here as Ringer tries to get to the outside, breaks God, the tackle, the breaks another down. one. Jake Pierce takes him down at the 10-yard line. They had it defended well. I mean, he just simply wouldn't go down. A lot of second effort. First man there was picked up about four.
7: Three, 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 A two-yard
1: gain for Ringer. Three, nine, Give them three five, yards, five, actually, five, officially. B-Central yeah. certainly going to take their time with three minutes and change on the clock with the one-point lead. Three wide receivers set. Might just be the Ringer show here. It, it is, and he is going to walk it in. From 10 yards out, so the penalty all for naught as Ringer gets a touchdown after all. And now EC leads 13 to 6, no penalty flag on the field. So Sophie Brown Dyke will come out for the PAT. So, all in all, again, a 37 yard drive. Penalties going both ways, but the Trojans finishing it off in four plays. This drive summary, a service of Sieg surveying. Find out more about their services at com. Sophie Brown-Dyke, her kick is up and right down the middle. 14-6, to these central leads. The Tigers will have 240-3 to try and answer before halftime. It's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com.
0: It's about heart. It's what makes that precious or semi-precious stone sparkle brilliantly. It's what makes that gold, rose gold, platinum, or laser-cut sterling silver gleam even more. It's what makes that Seiko watch timeless. That secret ingredient is no secret to Infinity Jewelers on Walnut Street in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Whether it's an engagement, anniversary, or a surprise gift, a truly local jeweler with in-house finance options, payment plans, and even gifts under $100. Make infinite memories with Infinity Jewelers in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Turn it up, son. Hey, it's Ron Briel, and whether your team wins or loses, I'll have your reason to celebrate every workday morning at 8.50, up real early on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This
1: is high school football on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3, alongside Chuck Thomas. I'm Double T Travis there, the East Central Trojans. Leading Lawrenceburg 14-6 to with 2.43 left in the first half. A packed house here at the pit. Uh, So packed that they have cars and people lining the street, Tiger Boulevard, up outside of the fence area. Strong student section tonight, both of which are supporting the Gabbard family with their T-shirts. And, um, this is, is a great it, atmosphere, Chuck. Is it? Is it cheaper if you uh, sit up there behind the fence? <laughs> I, I think it might be. But we uh, in, in the old days, we support the folks that come in and support the
2: athletic in, department. In the old days, uh, <laughs> they would be up on that backpack back but they'd send people around to to pick, get money from them. Nice kick, Brown dive the Kick 10. is
1: away down to the ten. As Chuck said, Bohan is going to be the oh! one to receive it, and he is cut down by Charlie Yeason. He's a little shook up, but he got up. Is that Elvis' impression? shook up there. shook sure. <laughs> The Tigers will get the su- ball at their own 28.
2: Go ahead, Chuck. I'm pretty sure that singing is not what they want to hear. They probably don't want to hear me at all, but I guarantee it's
1: not singing. I don't know. I-, I thought it was entertaining for what it was worth. Yeah, you just like to make fun of me. <laughs> I'll plead the fifth on that one. 2.38 left here in the first half. Tigers have no timeouts. And we will have to go 72 yards to potentially try to tie this game up. Tigers have had a turnover tonight; two turnovers on downs. As Brennan Bushman goes in motion, we'll find Dia Patel on a sit-down route. Nice, nice route. Curled up Read that pretty good Came right back to the ball Exactly how you're going Nice pass Nice catch That was that same action Chuck Where Bushman came in motion And he was out in the flat Kind of took a linebacker away Allowing Yoon to make that throw Daya Patel On the right hash mark So yard gain on first down Tigers will go with three wide receivers Two to the left One here on the weak side Close snap Yoon's going to pick it up And He's in no man's land and he,
7: oh no. He
1: had a chance to get away from it and he slipped and fell down at the nine yard line. So a massive loss there after the bad snap from center Logan Lang. East Central is going to take a timeout to preserve some clock. We'll keep it right here. Timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine.
7: Same-day appointments, on-site
1: x-ray and MRI. You can learn more at beaconortho.com. Almost a miraculous play by Garrett Yoon to get away from the pressure. Tripped over the 10-yard line. I couldn't tell if the snap was bad or not. Uh, it didn't
2: look bad, but I, I, I did you see it well? It was, it was low, low, so
1: it wasn't received well uh, from Yoon, who had to backpedal to first get it. Uh, now it looks like he probably should have fell on it and took a minimal loss, but hindsight, 2020 20 for yeah. sure. Great athletes, you know,
2: they always think they can make it happen. And as you pointed out, he very because if he hadn't uh, fell, there was nobody on the sideline. He he could have ran a long way, caused a lot of havoc, uh, yeah.
1: and he would have had a long way to go to get back to the line of scrimmage. <laughs> so he still could have thrown that ball down That's the field. exactly right. <laughs> and you got all these defenders back there going crazy. You know, uh, it could have been interesting. So at this point, it's third and 28. For the Tigers from their own ten, uh, you just line up, run it, make EC take their final timeout, boot it away, and try to get away unscathed and go into the locker room fourteen to six. Yeah, I, I, I still don't know why they haven't
2: went back to that option, read option. And they were so successful. He almost broke that twice too.
1: One guy, Pete. I'd like to see that come back again with Luke Pierce in the backfield. It is going to be a handoff to Pierce. It makes a nice spin move and gets a good positive gain, about seven yards there.
2: I think he is really, really pretty good. And he's not a big guy, you know, that's that's the thing. Is that another timeout?
1: East central takes their third and final timeout. We'll have 152 left in the half as they're going to get the ball back with a three and out from the Tigers. Trust me, I'm not comparing Luke Pierce to Barry Sanders, but he was an all-time great. That was a small guy, and behind a big offensive line, it's hard to see him. Uh, by the end of the year, Luke Pierce is going to have a uh, big-time stat line.
2: Oh, I think so, also, and and Sanders, arguably the the best running back ever, because he quit <laughs> in his prime. Yep, which is a smart thing if you look back on the head injuries now. But uh, he wasn't very tall, but he was he was close to 200 pounds, and it was he was like me, just. Solid muscle. <laughs>
7: 20, right.
1: I got two people laughing at me. That was a good one. Uh, now now people are enjoying the show. <laughs> Especially if they know me. <laughs> 152 left here in the first half. Tigers set the punt it away. Fourth and 28 to go. The Tigers have faked punts in the past. I don't think they'll do that from their own 16-yard line, as Garrett Yoon is back to punt. And it will be the dangerous Eli Aston. Runs like an Aston Martin at the 50-yard line. Whoa! Yoon, line drive. It's gonna be tough play for Aston. He will pick it up, though. Gets past the Dia Patel. And watch uh-oh. out. Watch out. take a tackle. He's gonna swing it out to the left. Aston is down the sideline, and he slides out at the 17-yard line big return you no know, one uh, Coach Kaniga said the pregame that special teams was going to be a big key to the game I don't think he meant Eli Aston tearing it up in the kick and punt return game I
2: I am neglected uh, because I I, I, don't, I don't I don't remember hearing about him or talking about him but I guarantee you I will sing his praises. Uh, he could be he's a run the game right now. Oh, yeah. I mean,
1: and he, he's elusive. It's not just that he's fast. He made, did you see that one cut here at the 30? That was I mean, amazing. we to find a way to get him the ball more on uh, the offensive side as he is in there in the slot. Three receivers to the right. they will hand it off to Josh Ringer, who stood up at the line of scrimmage. That's okay. going to be a nice tackle by Micah Foster, the defensive tackle.
2: They're trying to get, uh,
1: they got. They don't have any timeouts left either, so. They'll have a minute 20 on the Tigers 17, so plenty of time to get some points. Sophie Brown Dyke could be a factor here as well, as nice rollout from Burton. He hits Nate Busing. Oh, nice shot. Busing's first reception of the night. Going to get a minimal gain, three or four yards at the most. Stops the clock. Didn't he go out of bounds? No. He was tackled inbound, so the clock is still running. They need to get about five more yards
2: to get in uh, Brown Dykes' aim. I don't know what they're doing. Their clock is uh,
7: running.
1: Under a minute to play, third and eight.
2: They don't want to throw an interception in this situation, though.
1: Three wide receivers trips to the left. Ryan Brotherton, the single receiver on the weak side. They run a draw play to Ringer. He breaks a tackle, bounces it to the outside eludes another defender and gets it down to about the three-yard line and gets out of bounds. So that's going to be a first down and goal to go for the Trojans. We do have an injury on the field. Offensive lineman holding their left leg. As that looked like it was Noah Hauser, number 70? He has uh, had some injury problems in the past, missed most of last year with an injury. Uh, We will step away for a quick break, 30-second break, School football in Eagle Country 993 and
7: EagleCountry
10: Online School is back, and so are we. At Ivy Tech, you can take classes on campus, online, or stream them live from wherever your busy schedule takes you. Apply for free at ivytech.edu and start classes on October 20th. We're on campus and ready for you. And
0: folks, it's just that simple. Cars and trucks, cheaper in miling at the Tom TP Outer Center.
12: Proudly broadcasting from the Tom T.P. Auto Center Studios. Thank you for listening to WSCH, Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Greendale, Harrison, Keebron and Hidden Valley. Your hometown radio station for 50 years. Eagle Country 99.3. The Ford Expedition is
4: the ultimate family road trip vehicle. And before you know it, those summer vacations will be upon us. Heck Ford has a great selection of 2020 expeditions to put you and your family on the road in style and at a great price, too. Right now, we are offering customers an additional $2,000 discount on our in-stock 2020 expeditions, along with our lifetime oil change and tire rotation program. Check out all of our expeditions at HagfordSales.com. Hagford, we are the difference. Well,
1: unfortunate for central right guard Noah Hauser, who just appeared to injure his left knee on that last play. That's now about two years in a row. Unfortunately, Noah has suffered an injury. Hopefully, that one won't be... Too too serious.
2: Why? There's a official's timeout. It's like, I don't know why. Well, they got the plug
1: back over here on this left side. I don't know what's going on. You? We have an official timeout here, trying to sort out this East Central offensive line. It's like maybe Vogel saying, actually, he's a center. It looks like he's moved over to right guard. I think maybe Jared Sponesciper has come in at center. Try to get clarification on that. In the second one, East Central gets lined up. Now watch that position. I'm surprised they did
2: that in this particular situation because you get a guy coming in fresh off, and now he's going to snap the ball. Possible problem there.
1: No, no, uh, Vogelstang's still there. At okay. They have an odd, odd front there. This looks like they only had four offensive linemen and used a couple tackles there as Kelling gets the ball touchdown. in the backfield and he's going to run it in from four yards out. So Carson Kelling makes it a second touchdown on the night as the Trojans up their lead to 20 to 6 with 23 seconds left. In the first half, Sophie Dyke will be on for the extra point. She has been on the money tonight. The holder for East Central. be number nine. Lose this week. That's a that great job by the holder. Up and through.
2: That was a high snap. He was, did you see that? He was, went. made a great catch and got it back down on the tee. Excellent job. Number nine, Wheat. Moses
1: Wheat. Nice job, Moses. We will keep it right here with 23 seconds left in the first half. Tigers, an uphill climb yet again in this game against East Central last year. At the end of... The first half, it was all knotted up seven all and then East Central outscored Marksburg 27 to nothing in the third quarter this year. The second quarter, a big one for the Trojans.
2: Uh, as you mentioned earlier and Coach Kinnegan alluded to earlier, turnovers and penalties, uh, and an unfortunate play, uh, where Hewan lost uh, a lot of yards. That's, that's the big difference. If you look at time of possession, it, it's all on the side of the Tigers. Um, What's worrisome to me is that here we go back again now, East Central, two platooning, Lawrenceburg has five, maybe six guys that are going both ways, and in uh, previous games, that's made a big difference as the Tigers wore down. I am,
1: I'm really shocked right now. We'll have some scoreboard updates coming for you at halftime from some of the other surrounding teams. And then we'll break down this first half here at Lawrenceburg as the Trojans commanding 21-6 lead. Sophie Browndyke will kick off. Kick is away. It's a squibber.
7: Goes through the
1: legs of number 66. That was a fumble. Joey too. Cavanaugh. Deegan Bennett gets rocked. East Central thinks they have it. I think they're going to call him down. They said he blew it down. The referee was uh, emphatic as a matter of fact. So Tigers catch a break there. They'll start this drive on the 25 yard line. It's not going to be much of a drive. They are likely to put a knee on it and take it into the locker room with no timeouts left here in the first half. And you can see how hot it is by looking at the Tigers' jerseys. Uh, Usually those are a bright orange. You can see the sweat on these young men. It is a hot, hot game here at East Central. Uh, I'm sure these uh, staffs are doing a great job of keeping these kids hydrated on the sidelines when they're off the field. We talked about this earlier, too. I I am
2: also very surprised there hasn't been one uh, cramp. Not one yet. Right. That's good
1: conditioning. So, Yoon, will put a knee on it, and that will take us to halftime. East Central pulls away in the second quarter. They will lead it 21-6, to and the Trojans will receive, coming out of halftime, a huge drive for both teams as the Trojan face will rise to their feet. We will be back with the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan halftime show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. You are listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com. Your
13: family's hometown.
14: a typical family at least one member will get poison ivy oak or sumac this year. When you are outside take precautions and have a pre-exposure product and a post exposure product on hand. Be sure to stop in and Deville Pharmacies will help you stay itch
16: free this year.
13: Your family's home
16: A Timely Word with Pastor David Vaughn.
17: I read a story that not long ago, elderly Japanese over in the country of Japan who are isolated from their children can rent a family for lunch or a few hours. You can ask for a son, a daughter, a grandchild and they'll show up at your door and greet you as if they haven't seen you in years. Of course, this service isn't cheap. Three hours will cost you $1,130 plus transportation. The business is deemed to be a huge success. The the owner said what is common about our clients is that they are all thirsty for human love. You don't have to be in Japan to know that right now do you? With all of the pandemic and all going on, we're thirsty for human love. In a high tech world you need a high touch church and even though we are maintaining social distancing right now we love you and we want to touch you with the love of Jesus Christ because the church is not a building, it's a body. A
16: Timely Word with Pastor David Vaughn brought to you daily by Steve's VP and Sunoco and Whitewater Crossing Christian Church, providing help and hope on Route 128 in Cleves since 2007. Join us for a service sometime soon. Check us out whitewatercrossing.org.
12: Studies show receiving the COVID-19 vaccine provides stronger protection than the natural immunity left from previous infection. If you'd like to receive the COVID-19 vaccine, Margaret Mary Health offers it at the Occupational Health and Wellness Center located at State Road 229 in Batesville. Receiving the vaccine is the most safe and effective way you can protect Yourself from this dangerous illness. The vaccine is available free of charge to anyone 12 and older. Appointments are required by calling 812-932-5105.
16: Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter, cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%.
17: Climate Master geothermal systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself.
8: They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call
17: Jeff at Garing today at 812 934 6088 or visit GaringInc.com and leave the digging
14: to the professionals at Garing. At DeVille Pharmacies in Dullesboro and Rising Sun, we want to make your visit as convenient and easy as possible by offering you convenient ways to refill your prescriptions without waiting for them at the counter. Call us ahead of your arrival with your prescription numbers so we can have them ready when you arrive. You can visit our website at devillepharmacies.com or download our free app where you can reorder refills at any time of the day or night. DeVille Pharmacies in Dullesboro and Rising Sun want to make your visit to the pharmacy as seamless as possible. DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsboro and Rising Sun, your family's hometown pharmacy.
11: Hi, I'm Jim Scott, a golfer, weekend warrior, runner, and lover of just about any sporting activity. And occasionally, I find myself in pain. Then, I turn to Beacon, Beacon Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. My latest, Well, I tried to grip it and rip it, ouch, ripped my meniscus. Living in Dearborn County, I'm fortunate enough to be 10 minutes away from my friend, Dr. David Argo, at Beacon Orthopedic Lawrenceburg. Dr. Argo repaired it. I'll be fine. Looking for a new golf swing? The Ford Expedition is the ultimate
4: family road trip vehicle. And before you know it, those summer vacations will be upon us. Hag Ford has a great selection of 2020 expeditions to put you and your family on the road in style and at a great price, too. Right now, we are offering customers an additional $2,000 discount on our in-stock 2020 expeditions, along with our lifetime oil change and tire rotation program. Check out all of our expeditions at HagFordSales.com. We are the deaf.
0: Hey, it's Rob Rio. Listen Monday morning for your first chance to qualify in the next round of the Summer of Free Concerts. Get up real early with your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.
1: This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan Halftime Show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business at halftime, East Central 21, Lawrenceburg 6. That was an interesting first half, Chuck. Uh, The Tigers knocked on the door a couple times early, turnover on downs, once close to the red zone, once in the red zone, had a fumble that set up an East Central score, and then East Central's Eli Aston has uh, performed well in special teams, not only on kickoffs but punt returns as well setting up two scoring drives. Absolutely, and uh, yeah, I was telling you off the air, I, I'm really shocked that this uh,
2: potent offense the Tigers have possessed um, have, have, have not put more points on the board. They had their opportunities, as you pointed out. I mean, it's not like they weren't right there. If they score, you know, it, it changes the attitude, changes the feeling of the game, but the, the, they didn't. And e, e Central seems to have taken... Major advantage of every mistake, uh, whether it be a penalty or a turnover uh, or a, a, a miscue uh, like Yoon, uh, uh, they've taken advantage of it, and that's why they got 21 points.
1: And it seems like Groundhog Day or Deja Vu, however <laughs> you want to look at it from the Lawrenceburg perspective, because seemingly every year when they take on East Central, especially since they renewed this rivalry in 2017, uh, the ball just seems to bounce East Central's way, but like you said, they're capitalizing on the mistakes. From the uh, Tigers, uh, how about we take a checkup of our four keys to the game?
2: Well, we said that East Central would have to uh, control the ball and use the clock. They haven't. Uh, they've been uh, fortuitous, and they've scored. Uh, really, the clock is went to Lawrenceburg. If you look at time of possession, it's probably more than half. Uh, so I missed that one, as usual. Um, and I thought that the, uh, the Tigers would uh, have to stop the running game. <laughs> which they kind of have it and have. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, When it meant something they didn't before that out in the middle of the field, I thought they
1: did a nice job. Yeah, and uh, to go back to the uh, time of possession, just to give you some context, East Central's run 19 plays total. Lawrenceburg ran 14 on their first drive, so they have many more plays uh, that they've run on the Lawrenceburg side, but East Central has had the field position battle won. All game, which has uh, been a big key as well. Keys of the game is presented by Hag Ford. Stop by the dealership on US50 in Greendale. And get your keys to a brand-new Ford today, com. How about a checkup of our Ivy Tech Community College stats report? All right. Uh, n- not a lot of offense.
2: Um, 99 yards total offense for East Central. That's what I got. And 21 <laughs> points on the board. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if you look at uh, Lawrenceburg, I've, I've got them for, like, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, um, that's what I said. Mine. 129 yards of offense. But th- that's taken away. What was that 21, 23 yard loss by, that Yoon had, or where they would, that would be even much more. But, uh, you know, one touchdown, and that was on a, a great play by Hune and, and Pierce, where they, uh, I, 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 that's stuck in my mind. He's, I can't really describe it. He rolls right. He's under pressure. Um, he's probably two yards from the out of maybe three yards away from the out of bounds mark, and throws it across his feet uh, across the field, downfield.
1: That was probably yeah. uh, he was. It was a 41 yard toss, so he was on the east central sideline, and I think Pierce caught that ball around the 20, maybe even closer to the end zone. But to get it all the way across the field, that's probably 50 yards pass across the field, and, and threw it on the
2: money as he was
1: rolling. rolling. Uh, that was a pretty impressive play. That is
2: the play of the game,
1: but the Tigers still trail twenty-one to six. They had to miss PAT after that big play to Pierce as well. So special teams has really kind of been the killer for the Tigers thus far.
2: And 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 as you pointed out earlier, it has been. It's been it's been penalties. Uh, uh, it's been uh, fumbles. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I I and they don't do that except to get – I mean, I've watched them. Uh, you said they had a little problem with South Dearborn last year, but every time I've watched them, man, they they clicked. They got a lot of firepower out there, and I I I, I still think I'm a little leery now. Um, this this game's not over. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they have enough offense to come back, but uh, in the past they have not done well in the second half against uh, East Central. We talked
1: about why. And already. East Central is a team when they're ahead. They rarely ever lose, and uh, that's kind of a a long-winded way to get around the Ivy Tech Community College stats report. Campuses are conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. Go over to ivytech.edu to learn about their courses, scholarships, and more. Uh, 6.30 left here in the halftime show. Uh, stay tuned to the post postgame. Uh, we're certainly going to name a star of the game presented by Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet, the local sales expert there in West Harrison. And uh, right now I think we're in agreement that Eli Aston has uh, put his name towards the top of the list as the player of the game for the uh, simple fact that he has gotten East Central into some of this good field position that's led to a couple touchdowns. Uh, at the very least, he's the player that's fueling their team. We'll also name That player at the end of the game, that is presented by Wardway Fuels, your local propane and home heating oil provider. With fast delivery to your business or home, visit wardway.com. So Tigers come out of the locker room down by a couple touchdowns. Uh, They're going to have to play defense first. Yes. Um, That's maybe going to be the biggest possession of the game if the Tigers have hope to win this.
2: Do you take a chance and, and, and onside kick it?
1: If you don't get it,
2: you're going to lose the game. But if you do get it, all of a sudden, you know, you got the crowd back into it. I and mean, the, the Tiger crowd, eh, a little
1: bit quiet. What know? I'm not doing is kicking it to Eli Aston. And no. hopefully, uh, if you're a Tiger fan, you're hoping that the Tigers can pin back East Central, make them go the length of the field that first possession of the second half. What a great decision to
2: have them kick it after the penalty. You know, it's only a five-yard penalty, but what a world of difference it made. Would you rather have it at 35 or give it that ball uh, to Eli, let him do his thing. Yeah, he
1: had it on the other 35 after exactly. the time he uh, exactly. got done with it. So we will step aside for another break. When we come back, we'll be getting set for second-half action from the pit. East Central leading Lawrenceburg 21-6. to You are listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com.
14: Did you know that DeVille Pharmacies has a certified mastectomy fitter on staff? Are you or someone you know in need of mastectomy products? If you need a first time fitting or just want the convenience of a local provider for all your mastectomy needs you can count on the caring staff at DeVille Pharmacies. You will feel at ease with a professional fitter that understands your concerns as well as all your needs. Give DeVille Pharmacies a call at 812-432-5684 to schedule an appointment today. DeVille Pharmacies,
10: your family's hometown pharmacy. still time to take a new step towards your education. Ivy Tech Lawrenceburg has classes beginning on October 20th. Apply now at ivytech.edu and take advantage of local scholarships that only we can offer. We're on campus and ready for you.
16: A timely word with Pastor David Vaughn.
17: I read a story that not long ago elderly Japanese over in the country of Japan who are isolated from their children can rent a family for lunch or a few hours. Can ask for a son, a daughter, a grandchild, and they'll show up at your door and greet you as if they haven't seen you in years. Of course, this service isn't cheap. Three hours will cost you eleven hundred and thirty dollars plus transportation. The business is deemed to be a huge success. The owner said, "What is common about our clients is that they are all thirsty for human love." You don't have to be in Japan to know that, right now, do you? With all of the pandemic and all going on, we're thirsty for human love in a high-tech world. You need a high-touch church. And even though we are maintaining social distancing right now, we love you and we want to touch you with the love of Jesus Christ because the church is not a building, it's a body.
16: A timely word with Pastor David Vaughn, brought to you daily by Steve's VP and Sunoco and Whitewater Crossing Christian Church, providing help and hope on Route 128 in Cleves since 2007. Join us for a service sometime soon. Check us out, whitewatercrossing.org.
0: It's about heart. It's what makes that precious or semi-precious stone sparkle brilliantly. It's what makes that gold, rose gold, platinum, or laser-cut sterling silver gleam even more. It's what makes that Seiko watch timeless. That secret ingredient is no secret to Infinity Jewelers on Walnut Street in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Whether it's an engagement, anniversary, or a surprise gift, a truly local jeweler with in-house finance options, payment plans, and even gifts under $100. Make infinite memories with Infinity Jewelers in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg.
8: Hi, this is Kayla with Stacey Heating and Air Solutions. How can I help you?
0: Wait, am I on the phone? I thought this was a radio commercial.
8: This is a radio commercial. But when you call Stacey Heating and Air Solutions, not only will I answer the phone, I'll also guide you through all of your TempStar HVAC needs from start to finish. Whether it's a new TempStar unit or a simple repair, when you call Stacey Heating and Air Solutions, expect outstanding service with TempStar quality you can feel.
0: 513-367-HEAT. That's 367-HEAT. Or at 367heat.com. The
4: Ford Expedition. is the ultimate family road trip vehicle. And before you know it, those summer vacations will be upon us. Hag Ford has a great selection of 2020 expeditions to put you and your family on the road in style and at a great price, too. Right now, we are offering customers an additional $2,000 discount on our in-stock 2020 expeditions, along with our lifetime oil change and tire rotation program. Check out all of our expeditions at HagFordSales.com. Hank Ford, we are the difference. Hey, it's Double T Travis
5: there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.
1: Welcome back to Lawrenceburg High School. Just minutes away from second half action. He's central leading the host Tigers. Twenty-one to six at the break. EC coming into this season ranked number six in Class Four A. The Tigers number two in Three A. Uh, we'll chat a little bit more about the prospects of these two teams going forward as we get into the second half. Want to run down some other local scores for you. At last check, South Dearborn trailing Seymour fourteen to six at the end of the first quarter. Milan with a six nothing lead over Rushville. Batesville leading Indian Creek twenty-one to thirteen at the half. Um, Switzerland County trailing. Crawford County 13 to zero over in Ohio, the Taylor Yellow Jackets leading 28 17 over Greenon and Harrison uh, trailing Wyoming 20 to 14. We'll see the Harrison Wildcats next week when the essential Trojans host the Wildcats for the renewal of the battle of I 74. That is going to be an electric atmosphere in itself in St. Leon, and those two teams did not get to play last year, Chuck, with Ohio going to the six-game schedule. Uh, they went to basically division games, which meant East Central off the schedule. But, uh, hey, it's going to be back this year and bigger than ever.
2: Uh, it, and I want to tell you something. You uh, There were times, I don't know about this year, but there were times when you had to get there an hour, at least an hour before the game One to sit. I mean, it's packed. Uh, it'll be a physical game it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun to do
7: uh
2: i mean if you like physical football it, it's it's amazing uh it,
7: even in soccer
2: in girls' soccer oh yeah they they just beat each other it's it's amazing
1: and the other thing that we like out in St. Leon is Skyline Chili, so uh, yeah. that's where you'll be able to find me and Chuck next Friday night. That will be a seven ten pregame, seven thirty kickoff right here on your hometown radio station. But we still have a half to go here at Lawrenceburg, and the Tigers are gathering right now on their twenty uh, yard line and uh, getting a uh, lecture, maybe from uh, Coach Kaniga, a little talking to uh, ahead of this big second half. Down twenty one six. May have got that in, in,
2: in the, the locker room. Right now, dude version yeah, here. Yeah, he's trying to build it up go, okay, we, we dominated, uh, uh, for the most part, the, the first half, this, this, this is an aberration. We're going to come back. We're going to win this thing, uh, 32-26 or something like that. I don't know if he believes that, but that's what he's going to
1: tell
7: them.
1: And the Tigers will have to come out, um, presumably get a stop on this first possession. It's going to be uh, very telling whether the Tigers have a legitimate shot to get themselves back into this. Uh, Again, they're only down a couple of scores. Exactly. But uh, can't go down three scores because then it's a really, really uh, uphill battle, uh, about as big of a hill as you'll see at Gravel-Rama next week.
2: Ooh, yeah, I like that. Uh, I I think, as I mentioned off off air, I I think something good has to happen very quickly uh, to get the crowd back into it, get get them uh, enthused. Football is an emotional game, and, and, you know, you got to be emotional. And right now, I'm not sure uh, how the Tigers are feeling. but
1: and a, and a real quick check here before we get underway in the second half, when you look at East Central's drive chart from the first half, they had five drives. Their first two, they started on their own 21 and their own three. You can probably guess where those drives went. They went nowhere. Their next three drives, they started on the Lawrenceburg 17 twice and the Lawrenceburg 37 once. Bingo, three touchdowns. 21 points on the board. So this is going to be all about making them start deep and have these young quarterbacks have to go the length of the field and make that their job a whole lot tougher.
2: Absolutely. And second half, you're the Tigers. I think, uh, you you do that. You do two things. You got, you got some great players and Craig, uh, and Patel and you start getting them the ball. Go over, go over Craig. I mean, he's obviously the, the best lineman, um, arguably, I guess, but, uh, He's going to Notre Dame. I got to figure he's not bad, and uh, uh, and then Patel is is uh, a big target. He's fast. I like to see him. Like I like your idea of the out and up, uh, maybe a couple short ones. And uh, but I tell you what, the defense, East Central
1: defense is a lot better than I thought it would be. They are uh, much quicker, much quicker. And uh, here's another question for you: Looking at the uh, Lawrenceburg offense, uh, we have seen Garrett Yoon – on design rollouts, both to his left and right, and he's had some success with it. Obviously, they scored the big touchdown on that play, yep. but would you like to see him more stationary in the pocket, uh, trying to hit some plays vertically down the field?
2: Remember, he got hit a couple times early. With them twisting and, and, and slanting, um, it, it's harder for the defense then to get the quarterback to be sprinting the other way. If he's sitting back here and somebody gets confused on a block, you're gonna get, you know, a shot in it, right in the grill or your mouth or whatever. You can't, you can't afford that. I think you do both, um, and I I, I, I like that option. Uh, he reads that well. I'd I like to see him run a little option with him. because He makes good decisions.
1: All right, we are set for second half action. It will be freshman Ryan Hinthorne set to kick it away for the Tigers. They, they would not onside kick
2: not with a freshman kicker. So.
1: And uh double trouble back there with Josh Ringer and Eli Aston, and they will kick it deep, and it will go to Aston, who has had a big night returning, and uh, he's got another running lane. He broke a tackle there, bounces it back to the right, gets around Tegan Bennett, and he's going to bring it across the 50-yard line again. Eli Aston, again, in the driver's seat for player of the game, absolutely exceptional as a return. Uh yeah forty uh, what, uh
9: the,
7: i think
1: he he uh, turned it from about the ten yard line to the opposing forty give him uh, I mean about well it looks like maybe oh uh, are backing
2: thought, this up a little I bit i thought i saw an under- uh, uh, uh a guy get blasted by a block over there.
1: Yeah, with as much cutbacks as yeah. Eli runs with, uh, it's bound to happen sometime. So a break for the Tigers as East Central will start this drive on their own 34-yard line. The problem with that is I'm not
2: sure that that block didn't take place after he had already passed that guy, uh, and r- officials don't give you any slack there. They're going to call it.
1: So out comes East Central with three wide receivers. It'll be Burton handing it off to Ringer, who runs off right tackle, picks up about four yards. Nice run on first down. Colton Roth with the stop for the Tigers. That defense for the Tigers: Ashton Craig and Colton Roth, the defensive ends, with Michael Foster as the nose tackle, odd front for the Tigers. At Bandit, freshman Noah Kaniga, yes, the son of head coach Ryan, the inside linebackers Jake Pierce and Nico Fiera, and Alex Witte, who had a really nice sophomore campaign, the Rover, Gilmore and Bushman at corner with Bohan and Pierce at safety. Too much time there for Burton to throw that out route, and that is Aston again. That's going to be a first down for the Trojans. Just a simple pitch and catch on an out route. Just a real quick one those a nice ball,
7: doesn't
1: he? Cole Burton is going to be a problem. (laughs) So is Josh Ringer, a sophomore. So that's not something a lot of area teams are going to like to hear because East Central, they're always good. But when you have your quarterback running back tandem for three years starting, that's scary. A whole lot of offense. And off to Ringer. He cuts it back, and that's a big gainer. He might take it all the way. And he is in. For the stamper and that is gonna be a well, thought it was gonna be a flag as he was tripped. It was almost a soccer style slide and takedown as Ringer goes across the goal line. Did they call I must have called him out of bounds? Oh, no, they didn't give he didn't get in. He takes that down to the ten. About thirty five yards, forty.
7: About
1: a 45-yard gainer there. So he sees in the red zone again. He's over the century mark. First and 10 from the 10, so first and goal. And this time Burton's going to keep it, gets to the outside, and is knocked down by Aiden Gilmore near the five-yard line.
2: Nice fake. Did a really nice fake.
1: So this uh, Josh Ringer, if the Trojans are going to score, deserves to finish this drive off. He's had a heck of a night and has yet to find the end zone.
7: As there was a hold.
1: That's not going to. That's going to come back. Yep. So that will negate the five-yard gain from Young Cole Burton. Was it a hold? I didn't see the oh. hold. Was a call yes. That's two penalties for the Trojans. That and those both occurred on this drive. E.C. So, will move out of the red zone at the 22. Excuse me, they're still in the red zone, my bad. They're they're no, they got nobody on. They got nobody up. Yep, Aston was wide open. They're going to throw it that way. And Touchdown. he caught it. Touchdown. Tigers fell asleep. as No one was covering Eli Aston on the near side, and by the time they realized that he was uncovered, it was too late for the Tigers as Burton... Hooks up with Aston for the 17 yard touchdown pass. We saw it though, didn't we? Oh, they're calling it back. And that is a defensive pass interference, oh. so that will be declined and a touchdown for the Trojans. We have a chance to go up 28 6 with the PAC pending from Sophie Brown who has been a perfect 3 of 3 on the evening. Snaps a little high, and it is blocked. And Sophie gets hit by Alex Witte as he came through, and uh, they call a flag on the throw, a flag on the play. Uh, Alex was just coming in trying to block that that kick, but Sophie is down well, on the turf. Didn't he hit the ball though? He did. Why is
7: that a penalty, though?
1: That could be a very, very big loss. Absolutely. Uh, Sophie, one of the uh, best kickers in the area, if not the best kicker. Again, we don't want to commentate too much on the, uh, play there with Witty coming in to, uh, block the extra point. It was, uh, obviously a physical hit as he's running full force, uh, towards the kicker and they did throw the flag. So,
2: but I mean, if he blocked the kick and ran into her, I mean, unless it was malicious, but I, I mean, I didn't see that. Happened so quick, though. I'm sure the officials much closer and had a better idea what was going on than I did.
1: Right. At this point, we just hope that uh, Sophie Brown Dyke is indeed okay. Uh, yeah. Laying on the field right now, obviously uh, had her right kicking leg. Well, it might have even been her plant leg, but we didn't really get a great look at it.
2: I know her mother is really concerned. I can see her
1: down. So uh, it looks like personal foul. Well, there was two Rough. penalties on the play. Oh, there were? Lawrenceburg was first offside and then called for the unnecessary roughness. Oh.
7: Boy, it took it right
1: down to the... I think Coach Kanega is pleading his case to the referee that this player was just trying to block the kick. There's obviously going to be a conversation whether um, Alex Woody's going to stay in the game or not. Seems to be the conversation that's happening right now, and obviously on the East Central sideline, not a lot of happy campers, and uh, that is very, very understandable. Absolutely, as uh, Sophie has risen to her feet, she's walking off under her own control with a little bit of a limp. So that is a very, very good sign to see Sophie Brown Dyke coming off the field. Still have a PAT pending. The ball's been moved to the one yard line, so who knows? E Central might decide to end up going for two right here. They don't have very far to go. They may, uh, they've controlled the line of scrimmage for the better part of the two quarters, two and a half quarters. And it looks like they are going to go for two. So it looks like Burton's going to come up under center. They're going to run I-formation. Ertle's the up man. Bring her in the backfield. And they hand it to Ertle.
2: Oh, no, they got him in. They pushed him in.
1: No signal just yet. They call him down. So oh, no. East Central two-point conversion failed. Oh, look at his body. He's halfway in. How's that not in Regardless, uh, East Central is going to take a 27-6 lead with 10-10 left in the third quarter. We'll be back after this. High school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com.
13: Your family's hometown pharmacy.
14: A typical family, at least one member will get poison ivy oak or sumac this year. When you are outside, take precautions and have a pre-exposure product and a post-exposure product on hand. Be sure to stop in and Deville Pharmacies will help you stay itch-free this year.
13: Your family.
10: CASA's mission is to empower Dearborn County citizens to choose safe and healthy choices, free from harms of alcohol and other drugs. As we adjust to being healthy at home, it is an appropriate time to dig into our eight dimensions of wellness. Wellness is the presence of optimal physical and behavioral health, a purpose in life, healthy relationships, and overall happiness. Join CASA to promote wellness by motivating individuals, organizations, and our community to take action for an improved quality of life. Visit Dearborn County casa.com
1: Welcome back to Lawrenceburg High School East Central finishing off a five play drive going 34 yards capped off by a 17 yard pass from Cole Burton to Eli Aston. Sophie Brown Dyke injured on the PAT attempt there was a penalty. East Central went for two that was failed but the Trojans lead it 27-6 to with 10-10 left here in the third quarter. And it does look like Ryan Brotherton is on to kick in place of Sophie Brown Dyke. Good boot there. Pushing Keegan Bennett back to the 10 yard line. He must the kick. Nice spin move. And then he is blasted by number six, Rhett Smith. With a momentum. Which has been in the favor of the Trojans for two quarters now, you, really showing over here on the Trojan sideline. You
2: you bring you get a bet one of the better kickers hurt, and you bring a guy <laughs> in and he kicks it just as far on the kickoff, and we got an injury out there. Who's that? Number
1: seven, Deacon Bennett. He was the oh. return man that was hit very hard, clean hit.
7: Going to feel that one
1: tomorrow. Tigers trailing it 27-6. to
2: Tigers' kickoff coverage is excellent, and and they're they're coming down looking for a slobber knocker.
1: I mean, you know, they're... East Central has definitely won that special teams battle tonight, which was a big key for this Tigers team. Two wide receivers set for Yoon. Gilmore shifts from right to left. Jet sweep. And he is hit hard. Knocked down by Ethan Grewey. <laughs> I saw two East Central. Get guys rolled over on his side. I, I don't I don't know if they got hooked up with each other or what. Excuse me, that was Hunter Sones with the tackle for East Central. No gain for the Tigers who have struggled to get some offense going since those first two drives when they had it down in striking distance, and then after that turnover on their third drive, it has been uh, very limited. Option to Pierce. Got a good block there. Runs through Ranier. Gets it out to the 30. I think that might be good enough for a first down, 11-yard gain. They are going to move the chains. i I like the way that kid runs.
2: Every time he runs, seems like he picks up five or six yards or more.
1: Nine minutes and five seconds to play in the third quarter. Tigers are almost in a must-score situation. Every time they touch the ball, They're trailing twenty-seven to six here at home against the mighty East Central Trojans. Yoon with Gilmore in motion. This time, Yoon keeps it big hole up the middle. And he'll take it out to the 41-yard line. That'll be another first down for the Tigers, who have had some success running the ball at times, Chuck. Uh, still haven't seen the big explosive play uh, other than the one touchdown pass. Uh, the, that's uncharacteristic. The Tigers kind of pride themselves on getting the big 25, 30-yard plays on a consistent basis. And and
2: I thought they would. They, they haven't. Look, now we've got a plug on the left side for uh, –
1: Pierce plugging for Pierce. Jake plugging for Luke to do the running. That'll be a four-yard gain for Lucas Pierce. Is that a nice night so far against the Stout defense?
2: He's running eight times for right around 45 yards,
1: so he's doing a nice job. Good average, up around five or so yards per carry. Yoon in the shotgun got pierced to his left. Gilmore in the slot with Dia Patel. Split out wide. Yoon is going to roll to the left. Fires it towards the sideline. Patel tries to make a contested catch. Bounced out of his hands, I think. Then good physical cornerback play from Cooper Hogue. Uh, this
2: essential strategy is pretty easy here. They're, they're, no matter where they line up. They back off the ball right now. They're not going to give Patel, let him get behind. But we've seen him get open on these eight-yard, seven-yard stops or, or, or flat passes. And uh...
7: and
1: we talked to Coach Kaniga before the game. He said uh, Garrett Yoon's got to take what the defense gives him. So they are going to have to grind out some of these possessions. Uh, maybe those big explosive plays aren't going to be here uh, tonight on a consistent basis. But those are uh, catches that die Patel need to make as uh, – Youn dropped in the backfield. and A host of East Central Trojan defenders in the area. Looks like 43, Connor Coon was there, a sophomore linebacker. They're really excited about him. He's got a chance to be a big breakout performer for Jake Miners this year. They're really, really good
2: right now defensively. And what I'm noticing with all the slant angles and the the stunning, they go to where they're supposed to go. They're not getting uh, faked out. If I'm supposed to be with uh, this gap, that's where I'm going to be. And, and they've,
1: they've, they've done a great job. And, uh, watch out here as it is fourth and eight from the Tigers 43. Garrett Yoon, whoa, is actually going to go for it. And bad call from the Tigers as that Rosemeyer drags them down turnover on downs.
2: It didn't look to me like they were ready to run the play. I,
1: I, did did you think it looked just kind of confused out there? It was very confusing. Is uh, <laughs> it was almost like the snap happened before they were ready for sure because Gary had nowhere to go with the ball and it looked like he wanted to throw it down the field. And the, uh, there were a couple of no blocks up in the front. Uh, uh, Garrett's probably go. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute! Lord have mercy! Uh, not a great start to the second half for the Tigers. The EC going to grab this next possession started at the Lawrenceburg 43 up 27 to six Burton back in there at quarterback with three wide receivers they'll hand it off to ringer big hole there let's do and the Tigers get it right back That's as who fumbles chase bellhand falls on it the Pierce brothers in the area to force the fumble.
7: So
2: turnovers after long runs. What was that? Maybe twenty close to it.
1: They started on the forty-three. Uh, the ball. The Tigers are going to get it on the twenty-three. So twenty-yard run right there on the money. But turning it over to the Tigers who catch a little break. Two fumbles for Ringer. You can see his talent. He's uh, a <laughs> Phenomenal player.
2: Have having a little trouble holding on to the ball tonight. I know it's a little sweaty, but I, <laughs> I would imagine they had
1: some stick them on. I don't know how much, but it wasn't enough. Tiger's going to go to four wide receivers here. Pierce is going to be one of them in the slot. They also have Hayden Taylor in there, exciting sophomore. guess you can call him a prospect at uh, this point in his career. Nice find as Yoon got outside the pocket, and Pierce just sat down around the 40-yard line. Take it down to the 44, 24 yard gain. And a first down. The Tigers. 65 yards and, uh, receptions for Pierce, 45 running. He's, he's building quite a resume tonight. I mean, he's playing well. I think when you're behind three touchdowns, at this point, you might just want to put four wide receivers out there, spread them out and let Garrett you can go to work, see if he can work you back into the game.
2: I, I agree, except you then you're putting your I mean everybody knows what what the quarterback's gonna do and as quick as some of these
1: option. Hume's gonna keep it, the speed option. He had the uh chance to toss that out to Luke Pierce working to the left. Hume saw the hole up the middle. Significant gain there on first down. Looks like he got about six yards out near midfield. We'll mark it at the forty nine yard line. Tigers trail twenty seven to six with six oh seven left in the third quarter. Cincinnati Bengals in action tonight, preseason game number two against the Washington football team. Three-all, riveting game there in the nation's <laughs> capital. You know the shotgun. And that ball oh, that was hit And almost intercepted as there were three Trojans around Aiden Gilmore on that out route.
7: Tigers
1: have... Seemingly run a lot of these same pass plays tonight. Seeing the same patterns, same formations, is that making it a little easier for East Central to cover out there tonight? Yeah, I, I don't know. I—I I, I, What happened, I think
2: he was open earlier, but I think June uh, waited just a tad too long, and by the time that happened, there was they were converging on the, on the play. That was, it bounced
1: off somebody. That could have been an interception. Third and four from the 49, Patel in motion from right to left. He's going to get it on the sweep. Gets the edge, and maybe second effort looked like he fought for the first down. They are moving the chains. Oh, actually fell short by a yard. So Tigers will, will go for it. That's maybe even less than a yard that they have to go. We'll call it fourth and inches last
2: me a timeout for who?
1: It might be uh, measuring. It was on the far sideline where the tackle happened, so tough for us to see where the uh, spot maybe should have been. But we know Dia Patel close to that first down marker. The officials are signaling that it will be indeed fourth down. But, again, fourth and inches <laughs> Garrett, Garrett Yoon's under center maybe just fall forward with the quarterback sneak Pierce is the up man another option to get it as they will run the sneak with Yoon and it uh, looks like he got it the Tigers moved the chains. went right behind that big line up front the Tigers <laughs> Hall of Famer, Matt Albright, with the call, first and ten Tigers. Another recent inductee into the LHS Athletic Hall of Fame is head coach Ryan Coniggett, who's an all-state player, played basketball and football as well, played uh, collegiately at Indiana State, now in his 11th season as the head coach of the Tigers and also the new athletic director here at Lawrenceburg. He's back to pass, short pass to Patel, two people all over him, but that, that he got himself open. Deb Hogue and Ringer have followed him around the field all night long. And those two young men from EC have done a great job. As uh, Hogue's going to come off the field uh, limping just a little bit. He is replaced by Andrew Roy, junior defensive back. That was a four-yard gain on that pass play
2: from Yoon to Patel. All right, new guy, new secondary guy. you got to test him. got
1: to go deep on a, on a fly. Let's see what happens. Only one wide receiver for Yoon, so it's going to be a handoff to Pierce, and he is drugged down from behind by Adam Rosemeyer, who came off the edge unblocked. And the uh, motion man went from right to left in the formation, and that kind of opened up a hole for Rosemeyer to get another clean tackle. He's had a nice game at outside linebacker.
9: Third
1: and five for the Tigers. 410 left here in the third quarter. Tigers trail it 27 to 6. Okay, I'm going to go back. New defensive back. You got a him, don't you, Travis? See if maybe they run Pierce on the wheel route out of the backfield. They motion Gilmore. Keeper from Yoon. He's got plenty of space and falls down again. He was able to pick up about seven yards. Another first down, so. It's been a really nice drive for the Tigers so far, uh, grinding it out methodical. They've run eight plays thus far. Inching in on the red zone, but time is not in the favor of the Tigers tonight, trailing by three touchdowns. At what point will they test this secondary with a throw down the field? Might be coming right here. bend he Bennett back in the game. That's good to see after he was beat up. On a kickoff return earlier. Uh oh. Yoon goes deep to Patel and that is pass interference that they missed right there. It looked like a late hit on the quarterback too. Rainier, from my view, bumping Daya Patel before the ball got there. The ref saw it as good defense, so they didn't throw a flag. They did not. Well, they got one back here. It might be uh, roughing the passer. Union was hit, and they do call the roughing the passer. So good eye there, Chuck. As the Tigers will pick up a significant chunk, as it was. Uh, That's a good call. Looks like it was
9: thirteen Noah Wiseman
1: who was coming off the edge there. <laughs> Actually, it might have been forty-three. Connor Coon, excuse me, um, who came free on the blitz. I don't know that he knocked Yoon down, but he uh, definitely hit him after the throw. I mean, it wasn't really. Uh, it wasn't. Horrible. It wasn't an egregious hit or anything like that. But uh, the ref's still going to call it, and then the Tigers pick up the penalty yardage down to the nineteen in the red zone. High formation, two receivers split to the left. Play action. Yoon is gonna be drugged down, trying to do too much again. It's Caleb Mergenthal with the sack. Looks like we got a cramp out there. That's uh I believe that's Yoon down on the on the field. He was kinda of twisted down on that sack from Mergenthal. and he does have his leg up in the air like he is cramping, so hopefully that's all it is for the Tigers quarterback who's gonna get up and shake it off. Minus ten yards. I think he's going to have to go off the field, though, for a play. The ref kind of motioned him to go that way. So it's going to be young Logan Ahouse who will come in for a play. And there will be a second along from the 32-yard line of the Trojans. Ahouse can throw it, but... <laughs> I don't think he's going to get the chance to do it right here.
2: I think he's going to give it to Pierce. More jet
1: Sweep. to oh, yeah. tell, and that is going to be the case. And Daya met by Hunter Songs, and then suplexed by Lewis Gregg, who was ready to watch some Friday Night SmackDown when he gets home tonight. So Garrett Yoon will be able to. Come back onto the field after setting out one play. Hayden Taylor will come with him. It's going to be third and 20 for the Tigers. So, Chuck, seemingly every time the Tigers get going, they take two steps back. They've had a couple of sacks for a large loss. They had the bad snap earlier in the first half that resulted in a big loss. Yoon back to pass. Blitz coming off the near side. And good that defense. ball was almost picked off by Jack Renier As Jake Blake come crashing in on Yoon and hit him hard as he threw the ball down the field looking for Dia Patel, the intended receiver. So fourth and twenty upcoming for the Tigers, and you might see a similar type play. If it gets intercepted, it serves just as good as a punt. Yep. That was a that was not a that was a bad that wasn't a bad call.
2: You got uh your big best receiver down there, and he's going one on one. Give credit to the defense there; they've done a nice job on him. Absolutely, the defensive coordinator come in with a great plan for, uh, for five the Trojans, five wide
1: receivers. We'll see if it's a pooch punt or if it's going to be a toss down the field. Yoon loads one up, going for Dia Patel. I think we got a hold in, and that is incomplete. Cooper. Excuse me, Jack Renier with the coverage, and yes, that is going to be penalty on the offense. Declined another turnover on downs for the Tigers. East Central will take over on their own twenty-nine. They have these ends and
2: or backers or down linemen are doing a great job of penetration. Uh, Lawrenceburg's had a difficult time picking up, picking up these the movements.
1: So here comes Cole Burton in the Trojans' offense. That'll be a handoff to Ringer, who is wrapped up in the backfield, still fighting. Ross and Foster and company knock him down at the line of scrimmage. Nice job by the Tigers' defense. To round up Ringer on that carry. One twenty-four left in the third quarter. East Central in command with a twenty-seven-six lead. I see Sophie Brown Dyke here on the sideline. She has some ice on her right shin, but uh, standing on her own power, looks like uh, she's going to be all right in the long run. Eli Aston with the screen. Gilmore does a good job getting off the block of Charlie. Excuse me, Nate Busing.
7: So
1: that's going to be. No gainer for EC. And Lawrenceburg, a chance to get off the field here if they can get a stop on this third and ten. I don't believe that Cole has thrown an incomplete. Been a lot of safe throws. Of course, his first varsity action as a starting quarterback, but uh, he's handled himself very well today. He's going to throw it down the field here and not a bad ball as that was intended for. Sorry about whole week. Sorry about Jinxing. Him. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. That was a great throw in the sense that the only person who could have caught it was the offensive player. Uh, he used the sideline for that. Uh, and
1: good coverage by Aiden Gilmore. Excellent. Gilly Excellent. Island, as they call it here at Lawrenceburg. Gilly Island. Is that right? One of the uh, better cover corners in the
2: area. Wasn't he a defensive player of the year, uh, defensive back player of the year in, in the small school division? I I'm think he eight. was.
1: He's certainly that caliber of player. And uh, Ringer will be back to punt it. Noah Kaniga may be offside there. As they kick that away from Bohan, he's going to just back away from it. Takes a little bit of an E.C. bounce. It'll be down
7: at the 30-yard line. Tigers
1: will take over there from their own 30. Looking to get something going on offense. Uh, Not counting the kneel down before halftime. The last three possessions for the Tigers, a three and out and two turnovers on down. Uh, That's kind of been the story of the night for the tigers tonight they have uh, turned the ball over on downs four times also had a fumble that they lost earlier in the first half so this uh, trojans defense can't say enough about them um, at all all levels the front seven has played great the secondary has been uh, keeping patel and gilmore and company in front of them just fantastic job chuck uh,
2: they've uh far above my expectations particularly for this time of year
1: Pierce is going to get the handoff there, and he is drugged down in the backfield. Loss of two. And, uh, again, we talked a little bit about the uh, two platoon for East Central. Uh, Not as much of that for the Tigers this year. they got a lot of guys that are going to go both ways. And in this heat, they got to be wearing down as we uh, get close to the fourth quarter.
2: Yeah, and and, uh, uh, frustration. You know, uh, you get something going. And then something bad happens. Uh, get thrown for a big loss, and uh, just it can get to you after a while.
1: Four wide receivers. Four Yoon trips to the right. He's going to check it down to Pierce, who uh, heard the footsteps coming as Sam Ringer crashes down on Pierce, forces the incompletion. So three seconds left. One more play here in the third quarter. I like that route, though. They had uh, if they could have
2: used that route and stopped Gilmore about ten yards down the field. There was nobody there, but his route was dictated to go down the hash.
1: So one more play before we move to the fourth quarter. Bushman in motion, three receivers to the left, and finds Patel over the middle, wide open. That's going to be a first down to end the third quarter. Big gainer there, and perhaps a confidence boost moving into the fourth. As the Tigers trail at 27-6, do they have a little bit of a comeback in them? We will find out together right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com.
4: I like that it's local and I like that it's cheap. So I went to another university before I came here and everyone's just focused on a bunch of different things like uh, relationships or uh, athletics or the college experience. Everyone here is just focused on, on academics and you don't have to pay a lot of money to do that, so it's been really great. I'm Chris and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. And folks, it's just that simple. Cars and trucks, cheaper in milen at the Tom T.P. Auto Center.
12: Proudly broadcasting from the Tom T.P. Auto Center studios. Thank you for listening to WSCH, Aurora, Lawrence Greendale, Harrison, Keebron and Hidden Valley. Your hometown radio station for 50 years. Eagle Country 99.3.
0: A new day in Eagle Country. Hey, it's Ron Bria. Let's get up real early together. Workday morning starting at 5 on your hometown radio station. Eagle Country 99.3.
1: Welcome back to Lawrenceburg High School. Fourth quarter. Here at the pit, East Central leading 27-6. to 6. Tigers do have the ball moving towards midfield. A quick score update for you from South Dearborn, actually at home against Seymour, and they trailed earlier, but the Knights have come back to lead at 28-26 at halftime. Logan Teeth, three touchdown passes going into the half. He's just a junior. Um, past conversations I've had with Coach Ballard, he said uh, this kid has the potential to reach an Adam Dixon-type level of play. Adam was an all state player uh, just a couple of years ago. So uh, good job, Logan, teased thus far. Hopefully, the uh, Knights will be able to finish off the win against Seymour. We will welcome them in for crunch time on Monday, 6 to 6 30 on your hometown radio station. Looking forward to our conversation with the Knights. Five wide receivers for Gary And he's going to get it away quick. Swings it out to Aiden Gilmore. He's got some room to run on the right side of the field. And he will get it out across the 50, and that will be another first down for the Tigers. So good job, good recognition from you to get that ball out quick against the Blitz. Really nice job. Uh, corner on the left side
2: went inside a block. That's a no-no. Uh, and gave, gave up the outside.
1: That's the first actual mistake I've seen in their uh, secondary. First down and 10 from the EC 46. Another empty backfield, five wide for Garrett Yoon. Pressure brought by East Central. Daya Patel sets down. Nice cutback. He'll get a first down and more. See how long he stays in bounds. A flag on the play. We'll see if that holds up for the Tigers. That would be a significant gain. I don't know what the call is. Of the uh, 15 or 20-yard variety. I'm not sure where he stepped out of bounds. They
2: call it a hold, or they call it wait there see
1: from the head official here.
2: Blocking the back, uh, called on and, the tiger, and I saw that, and it was behind the runner. You don't block behind the runner; that's unfortunate. I, I, everything, every time you have something
1: really good happen, they just get burned. Yeah. And uh, Diya Patel made a nice individual effort to get around a East Central Defender and spring himself free for well, what would have been a nice game, but the Tigers will back it up.
7: At the
1: thirty-three yard will be at the thirty-three yard line of the Trojans. So he got a first down out of it. Yeah, there's a silver lining from that play, a new set of downs for the Tigers. Four wide receiver set here. Yun flushed out of the pocket to his right, and he will just ditched that one out of bounds. Zone coverage on here, and that was a great job.
2: The corner came up, pushed the tell in there, then gave him up to the safety and took the back or um, maybe the tight end back, I think, coming out of the backfield. That's, that's good communication, good coaching.
1: Continued to try and move the ball down the field on the left side of the EC defense where Cooper Hogue is at, He has typically had Sam Ringer on that side of the field. they have kind of switched some things up here, Sam, now on the opposite side. Motion man is Gilmore. Yoon will keep it. We've only got about a yard there, so that's going to set up a third and long for the Tigers. 10.52 left to play. Here at the pit, it is uh, silent out there. Yeah. Uh, the East Central Trojans have just sucked the wind out of the Tiger Faithful. See if Garrett Yoon can make something happen here, get some life back into the pit.
7: We, we have time a
1: timeout. We'll keep it right here. Timeouts are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. You can find them in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township and online at beaconortho.com. Stay tuned to our post-game coverage. We expect to hear from Coach Kaniga and, essentially, Coach Jake Miners as well to get their thoughts on this particular game. Uh, we'll also name a star of the game. Uh, I think we know where we're going with that uh, as of right now and a player who fueled their team. Uh, those particular awards presented by Gary Treble at Hurlinger Chevrolet and West Harrison and Wardway Fuels. uh, We just can't speak highly enough of the job that Eli Aston has done tonight. Uh, He's right now taking a stroll past the press box right down in front of us.
7: um,
1: There's going to be some more big things to come for that young man this season, not only as a returner, but in this offense with uh, young Cole Burton uh, showing some ability to get the ball to his playmakers. He's got
2: some wheels, no question. Um, Kind of in the future, maybe look at uh, the jet sweep
1: with him, uh, possibly. And Eli, just a junior, so uh, he's going to be able to play with Josh Ringer and Cole Burton for another uh, another year. Uh, Carson Kelling, just a junior as well. So uh, plenty of talent on this offense for East Central. Always a scary team, but even scarier knowing that some of these kids are going to be sticking around for a long time. Third and long, Newton hands it off to Pierce. He's knocked down after a one-yard rush. I think I mentioned this to
2: you. This is almost reminiscent uh, of the Southridge game, where those uh, undersized, quick kids were just driving Lawrenceburg crazy, uh, shooting gaps. Of course, they had that one kid who was a great athlete. I think he went to Michigan and playing baseball up there. What was his name? I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about?
1: I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, it was impressive watching Southridge last year. Uh, The way they were able to run the ball when they got their kids in space. Uh, they were looking to hit a home run every single time, and yep. uh, they did a couple times last year yep. against this Lawrenceburg team. Fourth and nine, Yoon back to pass. He's going to find Pierce, who fights his way down to about the twenty-five, but he is going to be short.
7: So
1: another turnover on downs, which Pierce. That, that was Lucas Pierce yep. on the reception. Just a little short of the first down, which has kind of been the theme of the night for the Tigers. But what a performance from this East Central defense. Got to tip their hat there. Absolutely. Uh, everybody, team effort, total team effort, slowing down a, a very high-powered offense for the Tigers. Don't worry, the Tigers are going to score a lot of points this year. Uh, it's not going to be against this East Central Trojans team.
2: No. Uh, Lawrenceburg will Yeah. yeah. 11-1 and one again going into the, <laughs> into the, uh, the
1: they, general. They age. certainly have that type of team. Josh Ringer, no gain on that run as uh, EC started this drive on their own 25-yard line. Nine minutes and change left in this game, but East Central very much on their way to a 1-0 and start. And for East Central, they are going to have, we'll say it, A tough schedule? That might be putting it lightly, Chuck.
2: I'm telling you. Harrison, then Moeller. And then the end of the season, Garing Catholic, which is a pretty good team, and uh, Ron Colley, I don't have to tell you about them.
1: The defending state champion in those two games at the end of the season will be on the road as Ringer hit by Jake Pierce after about a one-yard gain. East Central lost three, ga- three, three games
2: last year. The state champ, Chittard, state champ, Ron Colley, and a pretty daggone good Morris,
1: uh, Mooresville team. Yeah, you that has uh, tripped them up twice in yeah. the sectional two, two years in a row. So uh, they certainly have that team circled. Uh, they hope to play them in the sectional. Uh, you know, East Central wants to win the sectional, but they want to go through that team that has beat them the last two years. There's no doubt about it.
2: I'd, I'd I'd have to see him play before I I'd go that far because <laughs> if they're really really good <laughs> yeah. I'd rather not play him I like to see somebody knock
1: him off <laughs> uh, maybe maybe the South Dearborn Knights would uh, be a team that EC plays in the championship that would certainly be a a fun one for us to call here at Eagle Country ninety nine three yes if you didn't hear earlier in the broadcast we will be out in St. Leon next Friday night as these same Trojans host the Harrison Wildcats. Um, Pretty good way to start the season uh, in terms of matchups, East Central and Lawrenceburg, and then Harrison and in, in East Central. Doesn't um, get much better than that. Some
2: really good football. I mean, really good football. Uh, uh, Harrison was a playoff team last year. Uh, they got a real good shot at being a playoff Team. The problem with Harrison is they 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 run into some juggernauts. You know, after they get a good draw, they can win one game. After that, it it gets real tough.
1: And for the uh, Lawrenceburg Tigers, uh, they will not return to the pits for uh, four weeks, as their next three going to be on the road. So maybe they can put this one in the on the back burner. Uh, They'll go out to Taylor next week. They got Milan and Greensburg on the road before returning home to play Franklin County. But uh, for the Tigers, we've seen this over the last couple of seasons, they have lost the first game of the year. They've went on to win 11 straight, including a sectional championship. So, Tiger team. uh, Oh, nice call. Yeah, good screen there to Josh Ringer. They got the Hog Mollies out front, and he's going to get a first down. They just let all the defensive linemen through for the Tigers and then had a couple big boys out front. Leading the way for Josh Ringer, including Noah Shrek-Snyder and Casey McQueen. What would that go for? That was a uh, 11-yard gain. Could have been bigger, so uh, kudos to uh, the Tigers. Yes, they, they did react pretty the well. Linebackers and safeties coming up to make sure that wasn't a big, big play. Nonetheless, moves the chains, keeps East Central on the field. 7.30 to go, low snap. Burton wisely as a uh, sophomore falling on that ball. will take the loss but retain possession. And you hear the uh, name of young Noah Kaniga, just a freshman, son of Ryan Kaniga. And that's, uh, that's pretty meaningful for a freshman to be out there uh, starting on the defense. Obviously, a high ceiling for young Noah and got some good size as a freshman, too.
2: Except you gotta go home. You know, if you have a good night, that's great. <laughs> now, you got a bad night, nah not so much.
1: <laughs> Late night uh video review for Coach and Noah tonight, maybe. The good thing is mom's there to protect you. <laughs> <laughs> and she can certainly do that. Yes. As, uh Josh Ringer takes that off left tackle, able to bounce it outside, uh got back the yards that they lost, about ten on that game. Still going to have about ten to go to get a first down, and now I think we have a uh, laundry on the field, so actually have a hole. Well, that's going to come back, then, isn't it? That so was a good run, and for good reason. Six thirty-eight left in the game. Riding on the wall here. It will take a miracle, the level of the miracle on Elm Street back in the early 2000s when the Lawrenceburg Tigers stormed back from 24 down to beat Brownstown Central in the sectional championship game. That was a great game. i like too. to brag on that one. My classmates, uh one's leading the charge there for the greatest comeback in Indiana high school football history. Deep ball, and
7: what a catch, catch.
1: That What a pass. Ryan Brotherton.
2: What's the yards on that, man? That's a... From 27 to 40. Oh, they're going to call it incomplete. He must have bounced out of his hand. Would
1: have been about a 35-yard catch. It looked to me like he caught it and took two steps. Thought he had it as well. Jake Miners. Well, I
2: think he's mad about face guarding as an interference, I do believe. I'm not positive, but it looked like the defender had his hands up.
1: So I'm calling it third and 29 from East Central's own 19. That looked like it was a completed ball, all for naught. Great effort from Ryan Brotherton. That's about, looks like about 40, what, 42 yards in the air. And what, the a, what a dime Cole Burton threw there. Uh, tremendous talent. Been very, very impressed with him tonight. And that's a, a little bit of a uh, mid-draw. And Ringer's going to get all of the 29 and more to get the first down. Jeez, <laughs> what a run by Ringer, but uh, maybe a little lack of awareness on the Tigers' defense.
2: What kind of run was that? Anyway, they were clear back
1: 10, 20. a so mid-draw look like Kelling was going to move to his right. To maybe throw the ball, and as he did, he handed off to Ringer a counter play. Uh, maybe the more yeah. uh, correct play, uh, correct terminology. It's kind of a, a draw.
2: sort of a an encounter, draw counter, maybe. Right. But they ran it earlier and got big yardage out of it too.
1: Please flicker, and Brotherton's wide open. He beats Gilmore a little under the threat, That's be and he is see. Okay, Did he catch it. I can't. Yeah, he did, he didn't
2: blocking. catch
1: it. But uh, Gilmore threw him to the turf as he was trying to catch it, and they threw a flag. Well, was, he had his hands all over him before he got there. <laughs> Maybe they just don't like call pass interference. If it's, I, I'd be interested to see if it's pass interference. Maybe it's personal. Yeah,
7: pass interference.
2: Yeah. Okay. Actually, pretty good job.
1: That way he doesn't get the big... Ball was uh, underthrown there. If uh, Burton puts that one on the money, yes. that's a, a walk in touchdown. What do you think? End of the season? Certainly by next year, it's not short? No, yeah, no. It just, I would say by the end of the season, he he's probably going to have a pretty good feel for that deep ball. Uh, Cole Burton looks pretty comfortable back there at quarterback. He does indeed. Aston in motion. He's going to get the handoff. And this time, the Tigers do bottle that him up. Chase Bohan with the tackle. Pierce there as well. BC just kind of taking their time. They know they're heading back to St. Leon with a victory tonight. Still leading at 27-6 with under six minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. Harrison trailing Wyoming 26-21 at the end of the third.
2: That's, Wyoming's always very, very good. I don't know much about them this year, but that's that's good game. Harrison in
1: motion again. They'll hand it off to Ringer instead. He is knocked down. And tackle was made by 56. Elijah Freeman in rotating on the defense line doesn't show up on the two deep so uh tigers are going into their depth a little bit more with some guys tired out there tonight playing both ways third and six from the tiger 30 cool burton in the shotgun hands it off to ringer and he will be short
2: you think they're getting tired of tackling him because <laughs> he works so hard
1: Straight downhill, he he does have some shiftiness to him, but I think he likes to get into that second level and lay his pads on uh, on the linebackers. What he does is he uses his strength
2: to hit you and then try to bounce off of you, and that's why he gets um, you know after contact yards. I mean, he picks picks up big yards after first contact.
1: Fourth and three, we see will go for it. Burton looks over to the sideline, gets the check. Ringer's going to switch from left to right. He'll get the,
7: get the call there. Oh, seven they barely easy. got that off. And at
1: this point, it has become a little bit of a formality under four to play. 27-6, EC with the lead. Just giving it to Ringer and letting him I got, run the clock out. I got him now at 156. Burton's still out there, three wide receivers. Looks like a pistol formation there. They are going to throw it. Lobs it up to – looked like he was going for Ginling. Their big tight end target at six seven. Tried to throw one to him right down the seam and threw it out of the back of the end zone. Was that ball caught or did it bounce out? Bounce out, out of the incomplete, out of the back of the end zone.
2: It's press box not exactly great football, you know what I mean? Because I can, from where you're sitting, you can't see half the field. So, of course, what do I know? I said they would, they would, uh, but they couldn't hold uh, the Lawrenceburg offense with two touchdowns. No, they're not. It's going to be one.
1: Second and ten. From the 20, Ringer. Uh, in, he's going to take that down inside the 10-yard line the 9. 11-yard gain, another first down. 167. You know, this is what
2: happens. You get war, war down. Uh the team got two platooning. Not only that, they get to practice. Half time, a uh, half more than you do because you're playing de- practice
1: and defense. There, you know, it's a good luxury to have if you're East Central as Ringer knocked down short gain. Could see who made the tackle on the far side. Sounds like it was Nico Vieira. Can you even see the? the, the, the Perspiration, I can't even hardly read it, the numbers of It is hard to see the Lawrenceburg numbers with how much uh, these young men are sweating here tonight. It's 80-some uh, degrees and very humid as uh, it normally is this time of the year. I'm ready for those October games where there's a little chill in the air. That's football. I mean, Burton back to throw. Still up. And eventually oh. wrestled down. Hard tackle
2: lamb down. But that's smart. He is a sophomore. He, he didn't want to throw it into trouble and was able to uh, make a decision not to do it. That's that's, uh, that's pretty good for a sophomore.
1: He has shown some nice composure out there yes. tonight. And uh, another uh, observation uh, made here in the second half is uh, we haven't seen any of Carson Kelling, who did score two touchdowns in the first quarter. Um, we saw him run the ball a lot in the red zone earlier in the game, but sticking with Cole Burton here. Who's gonna be the man at quarterback going forward? Third and seven. Third and goal. Oh, a shot! Knocked down hard by Micah Foster. That was a that was a slobber knocker. I mean he got plowed. That's gonna be a memorable tackle for Micah, even though uh, the Tigers aren't gonna come out on the winning side of the scoreboard.
2: <laughs> I'm guessing that somebody gonna get their but you, because he wasn't
1: even blocked. We do have a uh, sophomore and Noah Schneider there at left guard. Uh, he's played a nice game tonight, but that was in the area of where he would have been, so uh, maybe a missed assignment by Noah. So he and uh, McQueen have been moving around a little bit. Uh, Noah's more at a uh, tackle position here. As we do have a timeout from EC, we're going to keep it right here. Just 47 seconds left in this contest. Stay tuned for the post-game show, get some coaches' comments, give some stats, some final thoughts on the game, and we'll do it again next week. What a performance tonight from the East Central Trojans, well on their way to victory, 27-6. to Got a fourth down upcoming, and uh, we have a young man running on the field. Uh, (laughs) Okay, nice flip, and didn't actually land it, so... Not sure. Okay, interesting. <laughs> a little too late to pump up the crowd. You yeah. <laughs> see, go over there, <laughs> and we now have to have uh, one of the uh, cops come get this young man off the field. So <laughs> uh, detention coming for uh, a <laughs> man. We would believe on Monday. Never seen that one before, Chuck. No, no. I,
2: you know, usually it's some streaker. We, you know, at least he kept his
1: clothes on. It's hard not to describe what's happening to you from a broadcaster standpoint. Black like that didn't happen and get back to football here, 47 seconds left in the game. I, you're right. I've never seen that in high school. We've seen some baby powder. Maybe that's going to come what, back out next was, Friday. What was
2: really funny, that, and he was doing that, and everybody didn't know if that was planned or because nobody – Kaniga did one of these shrugs. Where he was like, what's
7: going on? Back
1: to football. Reverse to Aston, and he is going to cap off an amazing night with a five-yard touchdown. Eli Aston, a star – Butting here tonight for the East Central Trojans as they increase their lead to 33 to 6. Dominant performance from the Trojans. And Ryan Brotherton's gonna get a chance to try the PAT.
7: Yeah.
1: Sophie Brown Dyke banged up a little bit from an earlier instance on a PAT, but she's up moving around. We expect her to uh, be just fine in the coming weeks as Ryan knocks it through. Now 34-6. to six. And then we'll keep it right here. 41 seconds remaining in the game and fans starting to file out here at Lawrenceburg beating the traffic. It'll be a regroup time for the Lawrenceburg Tigers. As we mentioned, we'll take on Taylor. Next week, travel across the Ohio State line. That's always a pretty physical game as well. Last check, Taylor was ahead in their contest tonight, taking on uh, Greenon. I would not want
2: to be Taylor.
1: we got a, another score update from South Dearborn. The Knights extending their lead, 35-26 over Seymour. 63-yard touchdown uh, from one of their running backs, according to this tweet, uh, Potentially C.J. Rogers, who's their lead back this season. Tonight's a, a nice second-half lead. See if they can hold on to that. Yes, it was indeed C.J. Rogers with that 64-yard touchdown run. And South Dearborn potentially off to a good start. They'll play their first four at home this uh, year, Chuck. Don't They've got a lot of home games this year, do they not? Yeah, just four on the road. Uh, one of those is going to be up in St. Leon. We'll have that game for you at the end of September. Good kick from Brotherton. Return set up for the Tigers. Going to bring it out to about the 25-yard line. Aiden Baker was the return man there. 35 seconds left. Tigers going to trot their offense out one more time. And, uh, wouldn't be surprised to see him put an end to this game with a kneel down, down 34 to 6. Familiar territory for this Tigers team. They had really great expectations coming
2: this game and, uh, just some unfortunate situations
1: for them, you know? This game Should not have been the score. And there is the kneel down. Tigers will have to kneel on it one more time, I believe. So that is going to be the game as East Central comes to Tigertown and dominates. 34-6 to will be the final score. As Lawrenceburg will continue to look for that elusive win against East Central, not defeated the Trojans since 1992. We'll come back to wrap it up with post-game coverage. You're listening to high school football on Eagle Country 993
15: and EagleCountryOnline.com. Wardway Fuels has been dedicated to your warmth and comfort for 40 years. Their showroom displays a cool selection of gas logs and fireplaces. You can modernize your gas fireplace with a new screen, door, or enclosure. Their experienced technicians can keep your gas fireplace burning safely with service cleanings and repairs, too. Wardway Fuels, your experts on grills, pools, heating oil, and propane. They serve here locally and on the Corner of Glenway and Bridgetown with the sign that's easy to find. Wardway.com.
0: Live music is back with the Whiskey City Summerfest presented by the City of Lawrenceburg.
5: Let's all go!
0: Now, let's all go! Saturday, August 21st at Lawrenceburg Civic Park, it's CMA, ACM, and Grammy Award winners, the Kentucky Headhunters. Filled with free music starts at 5 with Jesse Strassel, the Renegades, the Georgia Thunderbolts, and the Kentucky Headhunters. Oh, Whiskey City Summerfest details at downtownlawrenceburg.com. OrthoCency is the orthopedic authority
3: for the work, sports, and everyday injury needs of my family. Whether a serious soccer injury or a chronic bad back, OrthoCency Orthopedics and Sports Medicine will provide expert care. Plus, OrthoCency is located in Lawrenceburg and throughout the tri-state, so appointments are easy to schedule. OrthoCency takes great care of my family. They'll take great care of yours, too. Walk-ins are welcome, or make your appointment at OrthoCency.com. That's
8: orthocincy.com. Hi, this is Kayla with Stacey Heating and Air Solutions. How can I help you?
0: Wait, am I on the phone? I thought this was a radio commercial.
8: This is a radio commercial. But when you call Stacey Heating and Air Solutions, not only will I answer the phone, I'll also guide you through all of your TempStar HVAC needs from start to finish. Whether it's a new TempStar unit or a simple repair, when you call Stacey Heating and Air Solutions, expect outstanding service with TempStar quality you can feel.
0: 513-367-HEAT. That's 367-HEAT. Or at 367heat.com. Hey, it's Jay. Hear me from Eagle Country 99.3. Who are you working with? If you're not working and hanging out with me, I'm highly offended. Working with you. 10 until 2. Right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.
1: This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan postgame show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business. Final tonight from the pit, East Central, with a 34-6 win over Lawrenceburg. Uh, Chuck, how about a final touch-up of our Hagford keys to the game?
2: Uh, we, I said that uh, South, South. East Central would have to control the ball, keep it out of the offense hands. Uh, obviously, that was completely wrong because mostly they scored on uh, big runs from punt returns, kickoffs, uh, fumbles, um, uh, plays like when you got lost by 25, 30 yards. Uh, and that just didn't happen. And they didn't control the ball, but I want to tell you something. East Central uh, controlled the game defensively. They were quick and, not tell me, uh they were, uh, I mean, as you mentioned, just outstanding defense. The secondary was good. And
1: Lawrenceburg just didn't get on track. Uh, bottom line. All right, Hagford keys to the game. Hagford located on U.S. 50 in Greendale. Get your keys to a brand new Ford today. HagfordSales.com. dot com. How about a check of the Ivy Tech Community College stats report?
2: Okay, Ewan had 29 yards on seven, uh, 17 carries. Uh, uh, Luke, Luke Pierce, 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 yep. Pierce, yeah, he had 44 yards and eight carries. His brother had four yard, uh, four carries for seven yards, and Patel had four carries for 13 yards on the evening. Um, passing, Yoon was, uh, I had him for like, I'm looking at East Central's, he does a much better job on stats. He threw for 126 yards uh, with uh, A, 10, 12, 14, 25. About 30, 31 passes, if I'm looking correctly. Uh Patel was a leading receiver. Uh twenty-nine on. he had uh what I have forty-seven yards uh, on fourteen carries. Gilmore had uh two catches with twenty yards. Uh Luke Pierce had sixty five yards on two receptions. Um that's individuals for East Central, the Trojans. Uh, 169 yards for Josh Ringer, uh, and 20, uh, 20 yards for Coleing and Cole Burton had about 14 yards. When, at, at a lot of that was taken, you know, several yards was taken away uh, with that uh, loss on that bad snap. Um, and I don't know what kind of stats you want to go uh, Eli, ask he lit them up in special teams, and, and and was the reason they scored twenty of the thirty-four points. I would agree, and so that's the stats uh, overall. Here again, now the second half was different. They, uh, East Central kind of controlled the the ball, uh, or Lawrenceburg couldn't get anything going on offense. Uh First half was different, though. I mean, that was the uh, you know just the opposite. I thought.
1: Yeah, the first couple drives went well for uh, Lawrenceburg, even though they weren't able to uh, punch it in the end zone. But uh, thanks for the Ivy Tech Community College stats report. Campuses are conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville, ivytech.edu. And it is now uh, time to name our star of the game, presented by Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet. And I think we're both in agreement that uh, Eli Aston was the star of the game for East Central with his punt and kick returning ability. uh, Set up this team for uh, three scoring um, drives. Also scored himself to cap off a big night there at the end. So Eli Aston, the uh, junior wide receiver, a uh, emerging star for the Trojans and the star like of the game tonight. You can be the star of your game in a new car, truck, or SUV with a warranty forever from Gary Trable at Hurlinger Chevrolet. And as far as a, a player that fueled their team, um, I don't know what uh, side we want to look at here. Doesn't necessarily have to be somebody from Lawrenceburg, but was there somebody on that side that uh, particularly stood out for you tonight? Uh, I know we talked a lot about uh, Pierce and some of the plays he made.
9: He,
2: he, uh, he had did a have a big night. touchdown. Uh, to me, we got to look at Ringer. I mean, he got 160 yard run. I don't know how many touchdowns he had, but uh, one. Yeah, and one touchdown, 160 some yards, and. Uh, uh, but he fumbled twice, so maybe we should punish him. I don't know. But, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, he, he, he definitely uh, helped uh, his team tonight uh, with those 160 yards that punch it in once. So uh, Josh Ringer for East Central, Lucas Pierce for Lawrenceburg. Players that fueled their team, that is presented by Wardway. Fuels your local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business or home. Visit wardway.com. And uh, as of right now, it does not look like we are going to be uh, visited here in the press box by either coach, so we do know that Ryan Caniga has uh, some new um, responsibilities as, as the, the athletic director. Yeah. So um, he probably won't go, and go try to find out who
2: that kid was doing the flips out <laughs> in the middle of the football field.
1: Yeah, that uh, unfortunately was something we had to uh, talk about there in the uh, fourth quarter. But a uh, congratulations to East Central on a uh, job well done tonight with the thirty-four-six win over uh, Lawrenceburg. Excuse Travis. Me. I you know.
2: Uh, I'm not going to go back on on, on uh, uh Ringer but maybe that whole defense. My goodness. Uh they definitely deserve some oh, recognition. Wow. They sure. they were outstanding against a very very I, I still believe uh Lawrenceburg is an excellent offensive team. Uh tonight wasn't their night. Um as you mentioned, I don't think they're going to lose until the regional and then we'll have to see. But I, man, oh man, oh man. That
1: has been the MO for Lawrenceburg over the last two years. They've lost the opening game, went on to win 11 in a row, plus a sectional championship. Coach Kanega told me earlier this week they're trying to change their best here at Lawrenceburg, which is get better than 11 and 2 uh, in a season. And I told him before the game, you can still change your best even if you lose this game. And uh, that is now the path that the Tigers are on, but they will start the uh, trek to win 11 in a row at Taylor next week. As for East Central, we will cover them at home against Harrison. That's going to be a big game next Rocking week. Talking, uh, baby. It's <laughs> going to be fun.
2: Yes, it is.
1: So, uh, any final thoughts from this one, Chester?
2: No. Uh, other than I, I was shocked uh, uh, with the lack of offense for the Trojans, i got to be honest, and um, very much impressed with East Central's defense. They're not that big, but they are very active. Um, so I guess those are the two surprises I had. And it'll
1: be very interesting to see if the uh, defensive ability – translates into week two against Harrison. That'll be something we'll keep our eye on. Uh, Ringer holding on to the ball. That will uh, definitely help their offense. I think they'll probably have a discussion with him and about then that. Burton and Aston, the way that they were able to come on the scene tonight, uh, things are happening for this uh, Trojans team, and uh, they certainly have just as high expectations in St. Leon as the Tigers do here in Lawrenceburg. So before we sign off, got to thank a few people. Of course, I uh, want to thank the Athletic, director Ryan Kennegar for getting us set up here at Lawrenceburg High School uh they always do a fantastic job of accommodating us here in the press box. Uh, thank Coach K and Coach Miners for their pregame comments and uh, everything that they provide for us on a weekly basis uh, to help along with our broadcast. Uh, certainly want to thank the listeners out there. Hopefully you enjoyed Game 1 tonight. Uh, we, just like the players on the field, have to knock a little rust off in Game 1. We'll certainly get better as the uh, season goes along. i uh, got to thank our great high school sports sponsors for allowing us to get out and call these. Uh, magnificent high school football and uh, eventually basketball games i want to thank uh, brianna back in the studio for punching up the buttons tonight our uh, first time doing that and did a fantastic job so thank you for coming out spending your friday evening with us and of course got to thank my partner to the right chuck thomas for coming out uh fun to call the game with you as always
2: always fun travis and uh i usually do better on these uh who's going to win the game and why <laughs> Tonight I was bogus. I mean, not well, good.
1: Not we'll, good. We'll give you another try next week in St. Leon as the Trojans host the Harrison Wildcats Battle of I-74, 710 game on Friday, 730 kickoff. Hope uh, you can join myself and Chuck yet again. So one more time, the EC Trojans 34 Lawrenceburg 6 for Chuck Thomas. I'm double T Travis there saying thank you for listening. So long and good night. It's Eagle Country 99-3.
0: You've been listening to a hometown tradition. High school sports on your hometown radio station. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by... Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. CASA of Dearborn County. The City of Lawrenceburg. The Dearborn County Health Department. DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsboro and Rising Sun. Garing Heating and Cooling in Batesville. Hag Ford in Greendale. Infinity Jewelers. Ivy Tech Community College. Margaret Mary Health. Sieg Surveying. Stacy Heating and Air Solutions. Wardway Fuels. Whitewater Crossing Christian Church, Whitewater Motor Company in Milan, and Ortho Cincy. Thank you for listening, and join us next time for a hometown tradition. High school sports on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com.